the two men solely responsible for Speedy's hair loss, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being here. Been a little stressful on old Speedy over the years. Uh, Speedy here, the real Greg Burgess, Elmsy, Eddie Van Adler here today. They also be taking your phone calls at eight six six. We be big. No Bubba today. Bubba not feeling well. Bye-bye. He's out going to see a doctor. All right. So let me let me set up what happened uh, over the weekend. If you're just joining us, uh, so I paid bills back on uh, probably somewhere around the ninth, eighth, ninth, or somewhere in there. And uh, so the, I was missing uh, a co-op uh, electric bill that we have every month. I just called, paid it over the phone, and just thought Sherry and I may have accidentally thrown the invoice away, you know, whatever. And so when uh, Big Love and his roommate came by on their way to Atlanta Saturday, the roommate looks over at me and says, Oh, Mr. Burgess, by the way, we got a bill of yours in Starkville at our apartment. And I'm like, What? And then I realized, I asked him, was it, you know, I I described the type of co-op and the color of the invoice and all that. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I meant to bring it to you and I forgot. Well, we had already paid it, so that's not a big deal. But then my mind began to think, how in the world can a bill that has been sent to me for 10 plus years somehow on this particular case be forwarded to Starkville, Mississippi to an address that I don't even know? To, to one of my sons. And then from the golden ticket seats, hands started going up, and apparently Mark and Terry Daltrey are here today, and they work for the Postal Service. Is that correct? Uh, that is, and I'm back here now in the okay. golden ticket seats, and they feel like they might know what's going on. My, Mike, uh, what, Mark, Mark, I'm sorry, Mark, uh, Mark, not Mike, Mark. Well, Mark. I can tell you there's a couple of scenarios there that could have happened. Okay. One of them, did your son put in a change of address from your house to his apartment in Starkville, Mississippi. Or the other one could have been if he ordered something from the co-op and had it shipped directly to him in Starkville, Mississippi and gave them the co-op that address and they may have automatically changed it in their system to where it would go directly to him. That's two scenarios that I can think of uh, all right. First of all, there's no way Big Love's getting anything from the co-op. So let's let's. Uh, well, we had a caller that goes that goes. That's all I can tell you. Right. And uh, I mean, I know he may want a copy of that Alabama Power magazine to get, but I, yeah. I don't. I don't think it. But so he, said, uh, the one of the callers, back to what you said first, said the same thing. He said, when you get an apartment, you're required to have a forwarding address, like to give them, I guess, your old address, and this is now your new address. He said he probably filled that out. So he, somehow it got mixed up and sent there. That's how they got. It. Okay, so you think that that's that's it's on the post office is what y'all think, right? So who? He did it as an individual or a family. That's going to decide if all the mail gets forwarded to him or certain pieces and sometimes exactly. some yeah. get caught in the cracks. Wow. But, yeah, that's so, probably the best scenario for. So it. who do I call to? Is that a post office call or is that a central uh, Alabama co-op call? Is that the only piece of mail he's uh-huh. gotten of y'all's? Uh-huh. It's probably the co-op. Okay. I would call the co-op. Call them? Okay. That. But, if, but if you have other issues with other bills, check with your local post office that delivers your mail. Yep. And see if there is an official change of address. Okay. Individual or family at uh, from your address to his address and start with Mississippi. 
And it's an easy change if there is. Okay. All right, so, so what I need to do then, I'm going to call the co-op and say this past month's bill was sent to my son in Starkville. Okay. And he didn't pay it, sadly. <laughs> and and then and then I'm going to call the post office and say, look, if one of my sons now has a forwarding address, you need to be clear on what name is getting forwarded and what name's not. I mean, the amount of, of mail that comes to our house to him is minuscule. I mean, it's 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 almost nothing. All right. Uh, so so there you go. Uh, let me ask you: Does he have? Is he a junior? He's a sophomore. No, no, no. no. Oh no, about, no. Does he have your name? But he everybody's. Ha- he has. He has my middle name. Okay, so there's no first name. So mm-hmm. he's not a junior or a third or mm-hmm. anything like that. No. Usually you have a lot of troubles like that. I bet you, you do. Have yeah. a father and a son. No, I could you see know, that. You're senior, you're junior. Yeah, I could see that. And there's so few bills that are sent to me that even feature my middle name. I mean, there, there's hardly any that that name is even in the mix. It's usually just my first and last name anyway, and he doesn't carry my first name. So the only name he has, it's his first name, but it's my middle name. Okay. So anyway. All right, but that's two scenarios that could have happened, so it's an, e- it's an easy fix. Okay. And uh, it, so it might be a forward on his individual name, and it got accidentally mixed I got you. up. Because of the same last name. I got you. Okay. All right. Thanks. That's wow. what I'll. Rick, we had experts right here. I know. I love it. Look, uh, thank you very much, Mark. Um, and, and welcome to the show, Terry, you and Mark both. Uh, all right. So, Andrew, does all that does all that make sense? It, it does, man. I, unfortunately, I, so my wife and I moved to my parents' house for about two months. We were transitioned from Tuscaloosa. I moved to my new house five years ago, and I forwarded our mail, but I clicked household and not thinking – my parents' last name was the same last name as mine. Mm. My mom's in, uh-huh. My mom's going, hey, did you forward our mail, too? And, of course, stubborn, I argue. And I said no. And then all of a sudden, my parents' mail starts showing up, and I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> it's, been, it's been five years. I'm still getting their mail, and I have changed it multiple times. Well, I'm thinking to myself, you know, there was a ton of mail that could have been forwarded to him, and, it, and only one piece has been forwarded, so maybe he didn't put household. Because if he put household, then all of it will be going there, right? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. But, man, I hope not. But that's my goof. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. If I could get them to pay it, I wouldn't care. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting triple A Medicare. I don't I can't use I'm getting women magazines. I can't use any of this. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I get the thing that really gets me. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about as far as the issue. But I can't get in my mind that all this senior citizen stuff I'm getting is now appropriate. I keep, yeah. I keep thinking, whose mail am I getting? I, know. I, I really got something the other day that says, hey, if you're 50 or over, I'm like, whose mail is this? And I'm like, wait a minute, I am. Yeah. Oh, the worst is when they send your AARP card the first time. Oh, I know. You talk about feeling like a loser. Yes. I mean, I was just like, am I? They, they really are serious. I, do I belong to this organization? <laughs> I don't like that bunch anyway. By the way, I'm not, I don't want to be part of that bunch. You don't, right? I don't like some of their political stuff. No, oh, wow. I think I, I really haven't paid them a whole I lot. I think they've lost their way a little bit. Yeah. What do they yeah. do? Uh oh. I don't know. They're supposed to be some advocate for senior citizens. Oh, okay. I tell you what they are, Greg, and you of all people know this. I tell you what they want you to know is send them, send them a little fee. Over to be in the club, and then they're going to they're go in there and fight for you. Okay, I'll fight for <laughs> myself. Thank you. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I'll take my chances. I, it's a self perpetuating money raisers, money fundraisers. All it is. I mean, it is. Have you seen a lot of a lot of the AAR people got mad? It's kind of like some of the teachers when they get stuck in these unions and they realize, wait a minute, that, that this teachers union didn't represent me from a spiritual standpoint or a moral standpoint. 
And I know they've tried to create some others for them that are a little more faith based, but I don't know how how well that's worked. Hmm. But uh, yeah, but yeah, and then they then the first day, like Bubba was talking about on the air, and I got mine too. They send you the whole. You're supposed to send some sample in to everybody about your colon and all that. It just it really it starts going down here. People start treating you like you have you not got your kit sent to you. No, uh, nothing. It's not a good feeling. Really? No, it's not a good feeling. Well, your kit. Hey, remember but, Bubba talked about it on yeah. the show. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Well, he remember he had the name wrong. They'll send you one. I do remember that. <clears> They'll send you. Yeah, we played. He the called video. it Color Guard or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Colon, colon, yeah. Color. Colon Guard. Colon. Yeah, we played colon. the little video. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah. yeah, everybody starts treating you like you that you don't have much longer. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't have much longer. <laughs> well, well, it, it, well it, it's one of those. <laughs> Y'all. No, no, I'm serious. But the thing that hits you, I love when somebody like we've talked about on the air many times will be in their fifties and they refer to themselves as middle age. So you're gonna live to be 110. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I don't think you're middle aged anymore. I think you've cried. You're definitely in the third quarter. You yeah, ain't at halftime. <clears throat> so, so. That's not a Monday happy thought. Right? <laughs> well, Thanks, bro. Oh no, see, I like to know my situation yeah. so I can get my act together. <laughs> 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 Finish well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of y'all live dangerous when you're old. <laughs> no, I live dangerous when I'm old. You know, what? that's so good. <laughs> Finish strong. Start getting that act together. (laughs) We'll be back 15 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. The two sexiest fat men alive. I don't mind you coming here. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, Rick Ocasek, uh, dad at 75, uh, member of the Cars. And you'll hear some Cars bed music today. That's now Eddie Money on Friday and Rick Ocasek today. Um, some of you are trying to put the number three celebrity death on a, uh, a an automobile racer, but he we don't feel like he's popular enough no. um, to, I mean, to, to be considered the three. Yeah, I mean, yeah. still sad for his family. Oh, it's terribly but, sad. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry, it, yeah. it doesn't qualify. All right, I've got a couple of dilemmas going here. Okay, um, <clears throat> I I saw some things over the weekend, and first of all, that that sends a <laughs> you kept it going. That that sends a shockwave through the whole whole audience because yeah. oh no, there's well, some Burgess rules in. Fact. Well, I mean, I'm just going to forget it and not even right. watch it because he's going to tell me the whole thing. Well, here's yeah. the thing: don't battle it. This one has double dilemma. Number one, I I won't tell you the whole thing yeah, yet. Will. Yeah, you will. Now, I will tell you on, on the documentary, I will tell the whole thing because I don't have the same responsibility, in my opinion, toward documentaries as I do toward movies. <laughs> but um, but I'm, I, I'm worried about talking about what we talked about on Friday, 4-11, The Hunted, mm-hmm. the documentary, because I know Bubba watched it too, and he's probably excited oh, he about watched it. He, y'all yeah. heard about it at Jacksonville State yesterday. We did. I mean, uh, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we did. So do I talk about it today? Because he's going to come in tomorrow if he's not sick tomorrow, and he's going to be all draw back like a flip, ready to talk about it. Well, we can hear his take then. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I, I, I would um, like to know because I I did hear a little bit from him, and there's a lot of um, like I I didn't like his answers. Well, Bubba, what do you think? I don't know. Right? You know, yeah, there's a there, lot of that. There's some which of that is in there. A little concerning because yeah. well, it, it's so interesting because I made the mistake. You know, everybody has their personality. There's the there's the end of the there's one end of the spectrum and there's those people that love conspiracies and they buy into all of them. You have those people in your life. You have those people that um, 
they're they're open to considering at least enjoying the mystery of man how do you explain this and then there's my wife my wife believes none of it thinks anybody thinking anything is a conspiracy is completely <laughs> stupid and thinks there's a simple answer to everything and everybody's trying to be sharp I couldn't watch it I watched about you got a little of that I watched uh-huh. 50% of it by myself which I was able to decide what level I wanted to be. And then the last 50%, she comes in there. Has your wife ever come in there like she's been like in the bathroom, in the shower, and she's combing her hair out while she's uh-huh, talking? Uh-huh, and yeah. she's sitting there like that. She goes, what? He fell in the water. I mean, what's hard about this? Honey, we don't know that. They couldn't find a trace of it. Well, dog, you think dogs can smell him if he fell in the water? He tried to go over and he fell in the water. Why are you watching this? Uh-uh. He was killed by a bear. That's a bear. I'm like, Sherry, let me enjoy these conspiracies. Can I at least? Oh, this, what do you, I, I'll tell you what happened to him. Man, why do you think that, why do you think that's such a big deal? People, people who hike, fall down cliff, he fell down a cliff. Sherry, they didn't find anything. Why is his backpack in there? Because he took it off. Somebody else got his backpack. You know, that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, okay, if you're going to sit here and explain every one of these, I don't know that I can enjoy it. So, uh, so anyway, um, I, if y'all want me to weigh in a little bit uh, on 411, The Hunted. No, we're not talking about it tomorrow with Bubba, but go ahead. I know that mm-hmm. Bubba saw it, and he's excited about it. And I, I saw it, and I saw it just last night, so it's fresh for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, fr- the front half, obviously, I'm going to have more to say because it wasn't being interrupted with Sherry saying, well, I don't know why they think this is such a mystery. Yeah. Okay? Sherry explained them all, by the way. They, Sherry needs her own documentary, 411, The Sherry. <laughs> and, and all she does is tell you these people got killed by common things, and uh, but anyway, um, and you got yours through Apple TV, right? Correct. Okay. Tried to go through Amazon Prime, and I didn't understand what happened, so I went back to Apple because I can understand. What do you it. mean you didn't understand? Well, I, you had to you had to buy it either way. That's that's, that's what I could, okay. That's well, what I figured you. Were well, going here's what I you did. don't have an account set up with them. Yes, I do. You do. That's what I didn't get. Did he give you a code, and you don't know your code? No. Here's what happened, and this is where Amazon Prime needs some work. So normally when I go to Amazon Prime, since I already have the app and I already have an account, yeah. I just watch whatever they have, right? It always asks me for a code to make sure I'm purchasing it. Hey, you sure you want to purchase this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then I put in my code. Here's, here's where we had an issue and I didn't know what to do because you told me it was likely on Amazon Prime. So I'll make an attempt to say, well, I don't want to watch something I've already paid for somewhere else and pay for it. Right. No, I got it. You know, I at least give out a shot. Yeah. And uh, so I went there and then it says – how do I watch this? Yeah. So I click on that, and it says, you must buy this through Amazon. Okay. And then I never knew how to. It didn't tell me click here to purchase, That's rent, because uh, I would have gone with rent. Yeah. I don't think it's worthy of a purchase. But <laughs> So it kept doing that, and I'm like, but I have an Amazon account. Yeah. Why is it not just coming up and asking me what I want to do? So I just gave up on that, and then I went to Apple and found it but uh, and rented it. So um, – I'll always go Apple because it's just simple operation. Yeah. Some of this other stuff, sometimes, you know, it just didn't worth the journey, you know? And so, um, you know, oh, we're going to send you an email. Now we're going to send you a code. You want to send it to your phone? You want to send it to this? And clicking that. And, back, and then I could just go to Apple Music and go, click, click, click. I'm watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, I would rather pay for the rent than to go through some of that other hassle. But anyway, so, um, you know, I'm very low, low sensitivity oh, to hassle. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, to, to, to a fault. 
But um, well, I ask that because we'll start getting email from. Right. Oh, how'd you get it? How'd just you just go it? to Apple and rent it. Just look under documentaries or just type in four one one. But see, mo- a lot up. of people don't have Apple. That's the point. Is that's go to I'm wherever saying. you want to go. If and you put purchase. In, yeah, that's what I'm if saying. If you'll search four one one, all the four one ones will come up. And you want to watch one with the skull on the front of it that has the hunted. It's got That's like it. a, it's got like a. It even looks scary. It does, and it, and I'll admit when I went to bed last night, I watched it too close to going to bed. Uh. But <laughs> there was one moment I thought I heard something. But anyway, <laughs> so what, huh? Sherry's like, "Well, aren't you being sweet? Yeah, I want to snug you and hold on to you like really tight." <laughs> but anyway, aren't you being sweet? I sure am, honey. Why are you trying to talk to me? Let's go to sleep. Now let's talk a little while. <laughs> I want to talk after scary things. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't like to go out of my scare because I'm afraid it'll jump in my dreams. But anyway, so because um, you know how your subconscious works. Yeah. So, so I mean, we watch the promo, but how's this thing start? I mean, does it well, go right into certain cases? Or I would honestly, and Bubba may disagree. I would like for it to have been a little more on task. Oh, okay. I didn't think it stayed on task the way I wished. When it started out, I thought, well, case number one. This is how I wanted it. Case number one. Case number two. Do we flash between them? Well, you get some of that, but case number one was pretty straightforward, and I thought, and, and it was. I so was, it set you up like, hey. And it blew my mind. It's almost like they wanted the documentary to last a little longer than it did, and they didn't have enough cases like case number one. And then they would go over here and chase a little bit of like, we camped out and heard weird things, mm-hmm. and then they chased an, a little alien something over here. And, and I'm like, no, no, no. I want this to be pure cases this guy went missing we, he vanished this guy vanished this woman vanished this guy vanished and they would throw in some other things that i i, I think didn't meet the criteria of the show does yeah. that make sense mm-hmm. it's almost like they tried You're like to, why is this in it's there? it's like they mixed other documentaries in with this documentary and i wanted the documentary documentary to stay on task okay now i'm not saying that those things weren't entertaining or enjoyable but they didn't fit what we're talking about like one of them like two of them nobody's even missing well, what are they doing? I mean, we're just talking about weird things that happen to people. Well, that's not missing. Yeah, this I, I isn't for I thought we were going to stay on people in the outdoors, mainly hunters, hunters, that end up vanishing into thin air. That I wanted to stay there the whole time. And we chased a few rabbits in there. I mean, one so time. you're telling me after chase one, I might as well just Yeah, one time it. a woman's in a tree stand and she sees something moving through the trees like the predator. Well, she's not missing. Did it get her? Are they, is that I a mean, 411 close oh. call? Are they saying that these others that went missing, it could have been that, and they, they survived it? They didn't tie it together like I wanted. But I'll come back, and I'll tell you I'll tell you what. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna stay somewhat general. You can go ahead and no, run it. No, you're going to run it for hey, me. Look at me. No, I'm not, not watching it yeah. now after you tell me what you I know told. you like to hear yourself say that, but you're not. No, Greg, the ones that, that stay true to what they're, are, are worth watching. No. Some of them you just you can't believe. And one of them, if I tell it, it, it may ruin it. We'll be back. What you Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Lots to talk about from the weekend. Bubba out today. He's sick. And uh, got a couple things we'll update you on today, too, that you need to know about for you to participate in. Uh, right now, I want to point you to HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh.com. People are loving this. We love it. You know, it's you know it's really helpful too. I mean, it'll help you whether you have a whole family or not. But since Sherry and I are kind of in the the empty nest mode, 
you know, a lot of times, you know, back when you used to have to prepare all this this food, you don't really have to do that anymore, and you still want to eat good food, but then you have to, well, can you go by the grocery store? And, and of course, now we can eat whatever we want uh, as far as, you know, have to think about what the kids may eat or not eat. So I'm going to tell you, we love HelloFresh.com. I mean, this is really cool. You know why? Because we're still preparing the meals, which you, you want that. But, but you know, the recipes, even when you get a recipe, you're like, well, I need to go to the store and I need to get this and I need to go to the store and I need to get that. They send you the kits. It's, it's America's number one meal kit uh, company, and it's so simple to go to HelloFresh.com right now. And, and they send to you everything you need. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see here. Uh, it, it, this meal kit, and you put together the meal, but everything, the ingredients are already pre-measured and everything for you, so you got everything that you need, and you prepare it, and it's on the table in about 30 minutes, and you're enjoying delicious food, and uh, their chefs really put together some some incredible meals, and you will love it, and you're not standing in that grocery store line, and you're enjoying uh, fresh, healthy, delicious food. Over 20 different seasonal recipes from their chefs that you can pick from every week, uh, and uh, you can just come out of that dinner rut that you may be in, and you can customize, you know, how you want to receive the meals. Uh, hey, we're not here this week, or we may need more this week, and and then less next week. You can customize it in any way you want. Now, you do want to save yourself eighty dollars by putting in the promo code Bubba and the number eighty. That's also going to get you free shipping. That's right, uh, eighty. It's Bubba, but then you need to put a number eighty by that for eighty dollars savings plus free shipping. There's also a link to HelloFresh.com at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so I'm going to unpack a little bit here. First of all, so I can get this out of the way, because I, 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 it's going to terrify some of you, I did see a movie over the weekend as well. Sherry and I oh, no. went to see Overcomer. Now, nobody panic. I'm not going to talk a lot about the movie other than the things you probably want to know. Um, I, I, as a follower of Christ, I certainly want to go out and see these faith-based films but, you know, some of them are really good. Some of them are not very good, just like any movie, okay? I do like that the faith-based movies, no doubt, are getting better and better and better because there's more budget now, there's more money. Lionsgate and some of the Sony and some of these secular companies see that there's an audience for them, so they're, they're affording them more budget and, and all this, and they're really, really good. Now, the, the Kendrick brothers, you know, they're the war room, and you can go back, and then there's kind of a combination of, of them along with the Sherwood uh you know, people out of Georgia who did mm-hmm. facing the giants and courageous and all that. So, but uh, but anyway, so I went to see Overcomer, and I and I will admit when I saw the subject line, I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm into a movie about a runner. You know, I, I don't know, I don't know if that's me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, it, it, and I and heard people talking about it, and, and people that I respect their opinion, and they said, no, this is a really good movie. And and Sherry and I went to see it, and it was fantastic. So I just say that. Okay, I'm talking about if you're wanting to go and stop, if you're wanting to go to a movie. And it be well done, but at the same time, spiritually, you're having church. And and you walk away saying, so we went out, got to go to the movie, enjoyed ourselves, and we don't have to sit in our, our, our car on the way home saying, well, I wish they hadn't done that. And, you know, I know, yeah. it's not so bad. And, oh, well, you know, you, there's never a moment. That's the great thing about these movies where you would say, all right, Jesus Christ is sitting here with me, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like an idiot for being here with this. You, it, it's, but then you don't want it to be campy and not any good. Just like this new thing we got coming out later through Burgess Ministries that that I'm really excited about involving men's ministry and and when I was t- I was talking to the team and they said well tell us what the vision is that we want to be sure we get it right I said I tell you what I don't want I don't want it to be campy and corny in two areas masculinity I don't want that to be campy and corny and I don't want Jesus to be campy and corny mm-hmm. okay I want this to be 
true biblical masculinity where Jesus is presented as he is and masculinity is presented from a biblical standpoint, not from the world standpoint. So you know what I mean? You don't want yeah. you don't want yeah. you don't want anything faith based to be corny. And it's nothing like that. And it, it check those boxes. Yeah, man. It, it's good. It, it's good. So I would highly suggest for you to go see it. You'll love it. Okay. All right. So uh so anyways, let's get back to four eleven. Uh the the hunted. All right, so I thought I was going to watch a documentary that featured nothing but people who went into the great outdoors and vanished off the face of the earth. And you certainly have that in, inside this documentary. Now, why they start chasing this other thing a couple times, I don't know, and I'm not even going to spend any time on that. Okay. okay? Oh, boy. Well, I just, you know, because I'd have to give it away. Just just, just tolerate it. And now I will tell you the people that have the, the weird campsite, Bubba and I will talk about that tomorrow, that. There's something really strange going on there, yeah, but that's but, it, but, talking about but that. it's not yeah. a missing person. Yeah, so, it's a different documentary. It should be. Yeah, it should be its own doc. Really? Weird, weird noises in the wild. You could take yeah. the marching band. That'd be good. That'd you be could good take the time. marching band UFO and the campsite with all these weird creatures out in the woods. You could take them and make them their own documentary about those kinds of experiences, also in the outdoors. I thought this was about missing people. Yeah, 100%. and so and so it and and I would say that that eighty percent of it is about missing people. Okay. Now, there's some things that will blow your mind about these missing people, and that is that they have certain principles that are in common. This guy studied 1,200 cases, and he said there's some common things with every one of them. And for some reason, the canine units can never find them. And, you know, they said, look. No sense. Remember, remember hmm. what the documentary is taking on. You can go into the outdoors no matter how much of an expert you are, and bad things can happen to you, okay? Yeah. You can fall. You can be attacked by animals. You can be murdered by, by somebody or, some, or whatever. But mm -hmm. normally, we're able to at least find you or, or find something. Or up to a point. Up you, to a point, know, yeah. And it stops or something. Right. But, like, for instance, this is the two that got me the most. Everybody knew where two of these men went exactly okay and the canine units would follow their scent to where everybody said they were where they went to hunt and one of them one of them was only 40 to 50 yards off the road and the other one was 150 yards from from where the trucks and everything were located these were two men one because of his age the other one because his knee had been injured that didn't even go very far everybody else went a little further than they did but they didn't so the dogs easily went to where they were hunting and then nothing. So if you go, well, first of all, one had a rifle, and they said we never heard him shoot, and we would have heard it because they were doing the drive, meaning they were all separated. Yeah. different. So mm -hmm. you're not that far from each other. You're not shooting the same way, but you're all facing, right. You know, and you have a spacing in between yeah. you. So he said it's not like we wouldn't have heard the rifle shot. I mean, deer hunting, you hear the rifle. Now the other one, the elk hunter, in all fairness, he had a bow, so you wouldn't have heard that. But they said if he shot a you know a, an elk, then the canine should have gone, which he did, to where he had his blind. You know, he made a self-made blind, mm -hmm. yeah. and the canines went right there. Well, then they should have kept going to wherever he went from there. And nothing, they did. nothing, and uh, and then and no trace. And they had they had bows, they had guns, they had pistols, and that's the thing he said that blows everybody's mind too. There are things that these people have that should be found somewhere. I mean, a rifle doesn't decompose into the earth. Uh, right. Pistols. So you don't find anything they were carrying? Bows. At all? They don't find anything. I mean, nothing. 
Mm. It's it's like they and and they always have that sense that they're they're such they're such good outdoor and they've been hunting so long. Most of them think even in the beginning we're going to find them. If they got turned around, yeah, we're going to find them. Helicopters flying over, putting infrared out. No no body laying anywhere. No no nothing. These people they vanish off the face of the earth. Wow. And 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 they can't find them. And for some reason, I know this is odd. They said usually these things happen in an area where there's a lot of boulders. Like if there's what? A, there, what? They said something about something about the. the I remember that being mentioned yeah, in the trailer. A lot of boulders sense. around. Not that they think they fell off of them because then you would find it. They're saying there's something about this environment that they're finding. Are in there the, caves in that area? I don't know. You don't know. What, well, what they're saying is this: if you get attacked by an animal, there's a scatter. You find ripped up clothing. Yeah, you find, that's my next question. You find, you find. I mean, animals. The dogs would have picked that up, and, right? And they said, even though there are there are animals that at some point will even finish off the bones. In some cases, that takes a long time. Yeah. So you should have found something. Well, they're not going to eat that, a bow yeah, or a rifle. No. But the tattered clothing, something. <laughs> yeah. And the animals are not going to take your rifle. They're not going to take your bow. They're not going to take your knife. Right. They're not going to take your gun. No. They're not going to take your back. They might take your backpack, but you probably find it short. Definitely will take your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on Then, Then there was one. I, I need to know how they – well, never mind. I will People say this. People probably screaming, I, telling us to I be told, quiet I told you earlier, I didn't care if you ruined it for me because this will not enter my world. You've done a really good job to where I'll probably go home and watch this today. Okay. Well, well I, I, can I tell you, I want I'm to, intrigued now. I'm going to watch it, but but I've noticed that you know you could have a different take on what everybody. You know, you could have a point of view. You could have mm-hmm. a point of view. It does it's not going to ruin the story? So you're not really ruining it. I just I wish you knew yeah, kind of right. a little bit more what happened. <laughs> like in other words, what's your theory? Is. Well, I think if they knew, we'd we would have. No, it I'm, I'm talking about his theory, Helmsy. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like you. Oh, seen my theory. It. Yeah, you've okay. seen it, okay. and and you're like, okay, uh, okay. this because Bubba. Bob, he's like, I don't know. I know. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't. I. I, I will. The, 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 you, you'd have to almost do a theory on each individual one. Certainly, they have things in common. But to, you don't think? Do you? All right, let's start there. So you do you or do you not think it's the same thing happening to each one? Well, because there's there there's some things that are different on some other ones. Like there is one which was odd that they actually do find the body, but the body was in a weird. Correct state, but but wow. then and then there's another one that I, I'll tell you about this one. Listen, I'll tell you about this one. There's one where the guy they they find his boots side by side, like he just took them off on his own, and they said that sometimes will lend itself to hypothermia. I don't know. I guess you start freaking out, thinking you're hot when you're yeah. really not. And they said, but then there's no tracks. There's no. Then he would have had to hike six miles in snow with no shoes on, and they don't find the dogs didn't find him nothing. And then, all of a sudden, like his backpack, somebody opening up the coffee mug and having a, a, a drink of coffee, and 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 all of his stuff is kind of sitting out in an area just beyond some people's house that he would have seen easily, like months after he was missing. And then, like a year after that, all of a sudden, somebody walks up to a place out there working with cattle. And putting their fences up, and they find a skull that turns out to be his, just sitting over there for everybody to see. Ooh. Huh? Yeah, ah, that is wow. And then they go back and find his bones and stuff. What? So it's like somebody had his stuff, and they would just go lay it out periodically. 
So that one, I think, was, yeah, a, was some sort of murder. And each guy, each of these guys were on their own on that hunt, they, but they were with other people that were spread they're, out they're, in other they're areas. They're always in a group. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And they get separated from the group. Oh. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top. Four one one. There's there's a lot of series and books. Four one one. The missing and all that. This one, the one you're looking for, is called Four one one. The hunted. And one of the other odd things they said in some of these where they just vanished, that the FBI showed up and everybody was like, well, why is the FBI here? This is not their area. They wouldn't be doing an, an adult missing persons. And uh, they said the FBI was taking a bunch of notes, writing a bunch of stuff down, and when 411 reached out for the FBI to talk about these cases, they were turned down. What? Mm-hmm. So they just show up. So that means that they know something that's going on in the area, and mm-hmm. they're they're wanting to investigate. One theory is that the FBI, when they hear of anything that seems to have a pattern, they'll go and take information to see if they can establish a pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Josh and Jasper. Josh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm good. What's going on, guys? I'm getting after it. Look, I, this show is really eerie, and a lot of things are really weird about it. But I, and I know it ended up not being true, but I feel like that it's similar to the Russian guy that was supposedly taken into the cave by the bear. Yeah, like it. It feels like that there's like some kind of wild animal activity here, and you know, a lot of animals are known to to cover up their tracks because they don't want other animals to find their their kill. So I feel like it may be something to do with that. Well, how do you explain? Well, and that I, story was fake. Hey, look, I do agree that there is an. Don't an- forget that. he acknowledged that. Yeah, that's what he said. Listen, I want you to know that that I'm not the kind of person that thinks there's some mysterious thing going on. I, I'm not in that camp. But I, but what I don't understand if an animal though still doesn't have the ability to pick a body up off the ground, throw it over its shoulder, and carry it somewhere. So the dog should have been able to get pick on up. some sort yeah. of scent of the body being drugged. And they don't. Well, the only other only other explanation then is that it's Bigfoot. We can't find him <laughs> anyway, so they wouldn't. Have yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But I'm with you. I think there is a real life answer, but it just may be something that we don't experience enough to ever to go. Oh, I'll tell you what this is. You know, and like Speedy said, it could be a sinkhole. It could be people are falling off in these holes not far from where they were hunting. Course, yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm of course, you thinking, think everybody else would see it when they got there. I was gonna say, yeah, I, see, I know the hundred people stomping in the woods. At Somebody looking. fall in it too. <laughs> yeah, and guys, the dogs would fall in it. Guys, right. y'all, y'all String would fall in it. Y'all don't know how. And they said sometimes they didn't include these in the case. They said the odd things that sometimes they'll search an area. I'm talking about forward, backward, up, down, diagonal, with experts all in the underbrush. Like one guy said, look, we were so tight together, you could see the other person. We, were, we had so many people going through the area. And then they said, like, a long time after it, all of a sudden they'll go back and find the, uh, uh, a body in the very area where they searched like crazy, mm. like it was put back. Wow. Mm. And, like, not mm. even not even hid real well. Like now, they did with the deer that day with Greg. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think, yes, exactly really the happened, deer man. happened. What you're talking about, same thing. But yeah, what I, what, same thing. I think, like, <laughs> I, th- I don't think they all go together. I think there are some that you can say, now those have exactly the same thing. Like when you have one where there are backpacks showing up, boots, uh, we find the bones eventually. See, I think in those cases, it's like a deliverance situation. Yeah, They get out in the middle of some of these obscure places thinking they they're, they aren't habitat, they're, they are not in, what's the word? Inhabitable. Yeah, 
and <laughs> and people do live out there in the woods, really yeah. bad, weird, strange people. Yeah. And I like the guy with the stuff kept showing up. I think that's just a bunch of sickos yeah. that murdered the guy. And they'll go around and put his backpack out. They'll go drink coffee and stand there and look, leave it there, leave his skull over here, leave his leg bones over here. See, I just think that's just somebody who's just been yeah. slaughtered by some really wicked people. But wouldn't in, in the and they search – And they get a jolly out of that. But yeah. in the search of, of trying to find these people, wouldn't they run up on some little I, cabin or some family that lives out in the no, middle of the right. woods or something? And, so, it, and you it got does, pretty hair and, and it, stuff? And it doesn't, ex- <laughs> it doesn't explain – why the dogs just the scent seems to the scent only can be found when when they're in the places that everybody acknowledged they already knew they were there. Like this one guy with the backpack and all that, he had a GPS, so they saw that his GPS where it ended, where it was no longer, mm. you know, and it was and he had gone in the wrong direction for where he was supposed Let, to go, which that could happen. All right, I got to ask this question: Could and it, I, I guess it wouldn't. Could he have been running from something if he went in the wrong? I mean, if could something have been Possible. pushing him that way? Possible, yeah. Um, it just didn't make any sense. I want to know. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey weighing in. Oh, maybe she knows. Governor Ivey? Good morning, Richard. I'm so sorry to hear that Bill is under the weather. Yes. <laughs> that is just a shame. Uh, yes, I do have a comment. It is a sort of a mystery, but it is on a different subject. Understood. Um, I was... I was over in the teleport area the other day, and I noticed that someone went outside the side door there, and I, I immediately went down to my motorcade, and I got in my vehicle and saw that it was some, I thought it was a cute little intern there with a hair and a bun, uh, and, but I realized that cute little girl had a beard. Beard, yeah, I noticed a, yeah. that it was Mr. Adler. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was. That's right. It was, he does have a bun and a beard. It, it, was, it was Chris Adler. That's that's not one of our female interns. Bun and a beard. And, no, it wasn't. And I was I was very surprised. I wanted to get my clippers out. Right, you wanted to get the clippers out. Yeah, give him a decent Excellent. haircut. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a female intern, I, and I also just look like I've been lost in the woods, but I have not. Right, okay, right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, Governor, thank you for calling, and we'll we'll see. We'll, I appreciate. I'm sorry you were scared. Well, I do appreciate y'all and what you do here in the state of Alabama for us, making us laugh every day, and still stand for the Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank. You. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Thank you, thank you, Governor. We didn't want to bring up the blackface, <laughs> Greg. Well, I didn't want to bring it up, right? <laughs> Greg, why, why would you ruin a funny bit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Look, it's so, so good. So anyway, so the mystery of that is that is Chris Adler, and no, he hasn't been lost, nor is he a, 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 a girl. No, 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 Rick. I don't think so. Anyway, um. We'll get back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. 866-WE-BE-BIG-BUBBA. Sick and out today. She just heard the governor call in and check on him. Why is the FBI showing up is what I want to know. They they took their notes and they left. Uh, Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. 
another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba out, sick today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. No intern today. So when you call, uh, you may not get to the prompt service you're accustomed to, but members of the show will roll in there and grab those calls as we can, especially when we're doing phone segments. So uh, the gang is all here except for Bubba today. All right, so I do want to make one last point on 411 The Hunted because an emailer just emailed me, and the emailer is 100% right, and I left this part out. You'll see at the end of it, and it kind of explains why they chased a couple of rabbits in all fairness to them. I didn't enjoy that part of it as much, except for the sounds that we heard that that, that, were, that were not good out in the middle of the woods. But uh, And I meant to say that on the first guy who disappeared, one guy said he heard some bizarre noise like before before they realized. I mean, he just said, once I realized he was gone, I went back and he said he heard some kind of strange noise he couldn't really explain out in the woods. But anyway, so but what, what they're trying to say, the reason why they showed us the thing has something to do with the light in the sky and I think I saw some sort of alien in the woods and why you're hearing these weird sounds and these other people, even though nobody was missing with those, they're trying to tie that in to what their ultimate hypothesis is at the end, that these things are tied to something paranormal. Mm. And and they even give you the definition of paranormal at the end. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of, I guess they're saying, so here's some people had some weird things happen, yeah. and if you say weird things happen and people keep missing, they maybe these to maybe these things are combined. Yeah. So there you go. So that's it. I I I I have that. You scene. still didn't like it though. That part. I just you know I, I I will say this. I didn't care for the. You wanted more the marching the, the marching band. So I don't know. Well, that. to me, and this is the thing I don't get, and I know human. Look, if you see a marching band in the woods, that is. Well, weird. there's a marching band that was out there practicing, and they claim they saw something up in the sky. No, and as at, at the time they saw something in the sky, then this woman, what? this woman's in her tree stand seeing something in the uh, woods, okay. and they think those things are, are are tied together, like a. What? Well, and and what, what I didn't like either the woman who was out in her tree stand. You come home from hunting and you thought you saw something moving through the trees that looked like the predator from the predator movies, and you don't bring it up till till people start talking about this other thing. You're, oh, by the way, I did see something yeah. weird in the woods. That seems odd. it's almost like I went in on the story. But and anyway, I don't have anything. you know about that? I was you? about to say. See, I, I can speak to that, Rick. Okay, you can. Because yeah. I didn't let y'all in on something. No, you're right. Till years later. But what yeah. you saw wasn't paranormal. Well, no, but yeah, for that area it was. You yeah, thought you, for, maybe she just thought for I me didn't it say was. That. And right. then this year, people talk, goes, Well, you know, guys, I was. I'm going to let that go. But that explains why these other rabbits are in there that we chase. They're yeah. they're kind of saying, yeah, if people were seeing paranormal things and people are missing, maybe they're tied together. Do you think a woodland creatures out there getting people? Do, do I think an unidentified <laughs> animal is out there that has the ability to take people and, and they vanish into thin air? Right. I don't. I'm going to go this far. I think. I think that these things have a – if we knew what really happened to these people, it wouldn't seem as weird as it feels. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know the answer, so. It's almost like like you're saying something just picked them up and mm. and, the, and their scent just stopped. Just just like that. It's odd. It's, it's and very keep, odd. And, and keep in mind, we're doing a documentary, so there may be things that – Yeah, we got to yeah. make – we got to have a good one. It's yeah, but, but now they talk to some people that are pretty, that are pretty well-versed at all this and – they were, they're like, mm. so we. I don't know. Just so, just, so if they, if the behavioral analyst uh, crew is there for the FBI trying to see if there's a pattern mm-hmm. to other stories mm-hmm. or something, then then and then they just leave after they gather information in the story. 
Yeah, they they don't they don't participate a whole lot in the looking for people. They're just gathering info. Let me let me say this: you're not gonna like the pods either. There's there's apparently pods of areas that seem to have higher higher rates of this. And something to do with the boulder. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I'm doing. I ain't going around those pods. I appreciated the heads up on the pods. I wish yeah. there wasn't one in Alabama, but still. Mm. Yeah, I saw the little mm-hmm. little dot come up. You know, over wanna, towards you, you don't want to east, eastern side too. Right? You don't want to dot. Where do you think that's at? I don't know. Mm. Probably out there in the Talladega National Forest. Be my first guess. Well, sure. Got lost out there one night. Mm-hmm. Scared to death. Had to wait till Did morning. You really? Yeah. It's terrifying. Me and about eight, eight, eight buddies. It's terrifying. Isn't it? it was bad. Y'all, huh? almost, y'all almost made the documentary. It's bad. We were out there for, trying to find a deer yeah. mm-hmm. that somebody had shot, mm-hmm. and uh, illegal all got turned around <laughs> illegally. Had to just sit down, wait it out. Mm. Not, really? a, not a good night. That's not good. Not a good night at all. Did you sleep? Especially at all? knowing I had practice the next day. Ooh. Yeah. Did you sleep at all? No. Well, I mean, you doze off because you get to that point of exhaustion. But mm. how yeah. about the noises you hear at night? Oh, it's rough. Rough. Of course. So then you got then you got a couple of clowns with you that's going to make sure. Those well, yeah, yeah, that guy's but, always there speeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I did something last night. Um, it's weird that you're bringing all this up, but it, there's a couple of movies. If I'm flipping through and they're ever on, I'm going to stop. Number one, of course, Twister. We all know that. Sure. Golly. Uh, and, Stu and Twister. And, and Signs is the other one. And it was on, and, and I stopped, and, and Reese and Terry were in there, and Reese had never, he, he hadn't seen the whole thing. And I got up, and all the lights were off in the house, and we're sitting there watching that thing. And, and I'd gotten up, and he didn't pay attention that I'd gotten up. And I walked behind the recliner where he was, and I touched his ear. I, I, I told you, you're that guy. That was so good. He's that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> He's stuff. so good. Of course, I Terry love loved it. She got to cackling. Huh? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. I wait, and I waited just as he, you know, like they move the, yeah. move the TV right. and he sees the reflection of, mm. of the alien standing there holding the baby. Yeah, the, the, the closest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, the, it, it involved the movie Signs too. The closest that I came to where where I think my body just if it had an off switch it just flipped off and I just I literally died from just total terror was the house that we lived in at the time. You know it. You know like, like a lot of houses are and, and I'd never experienced this before because the first house I ever bought that had this option where you could go into the garage and park. You know, raise it up and put it back down. I know it's pretty common with a lot of people now, but for me, it's the first time I'd ever experienced that. So there was there's a door that comes out of the garage into the backyard. Well, in the backyard was our dog, uh, which was a golden retriever, full full grown golden retriever, and it was a pretty good sized male. You know, some of the male retrievers yeah. can get pretty big, and uh, so he stayed out in the backyard. But there's a door right there to go out. So when I get out of the the car, I would enter the home. From inside the garage, you know, and go in the downstairs and then up to the, and then everybody's asleep. House is completely pitch black, and um, and I I'd, I'd been watching the movie Signs with a bunch of buddies, and um, so I I came into the house, and I'm terrified. You know what I mean? From and, and constantly I, looking around your shoulder. Yeah, and I just want to get into the house. And yeah. I've told this story before, but it's been a long time. And about that time, the golden retriever jumped his full body. <laughs> on the door like he wanted to see me <laughs> and i'm talking about he jumped up oh with boy. paws boom onto I that bet you onto, screamed out loud well i didn't make i didn't make any noise it's like i shut down <laughs> it, it's like it's like it's like it terrified 
It terrified me so much, I could I was speechless. Oh, it's like God. I couldn't even respond to. My mind kept screaming, it's just a dog, it's just a dog, don't die. You know what I mean? And, and the rest of our body, my body was shutting down. We're shutting down! And I was like, and my whole body was fighting over, make him speak, tell him to breathe. You know, it's the dog, it's the dog. And I remember I thought, so you could, <laughs> Greg Burgess, Darnold, you talk about terrifying. <laughs> it's something about the fact that it was an animal made it worse. Oh, yeah. They did yeah. that on two fit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boom. Mm. I mean, uh, terrible. I mean, it just terrible. So quiet, so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling yourself, hey, nothing. Come on, Rick. Good. Well, you fine. I, I got to know if y'all were, if, if you thought something was out in the woods and your dog ran out there and you heard it going, thought something heard, would you go see if what was going on? No. That's Give an easy that answer for me. Huh? Give me that last one. <laughs> easy answer for me. The dog is on its own. The dog is on its own. I'll call his name. No, not till daylight. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy. 20 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866. We be big as a number. We'll get some phone calls coming in at the, the bottom of the hour. I do want to point you to the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Take a look right now because the next one up will be on my 55th birthday, October the 3rd. Uh, I'm excited to be at Hunter Street Baptist Church, Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, we'll have a great uh, men's event coming up that evening. And I'm honored to be asked uh, to come back to Hunter Street. It's been a, a number of years since I was there and excited to be there with them and implement uh, a new strategy involving uh, their men's ministry and discipling men. October the 9th, honored to be with uh, one of my dearest friends, Rich Wingo. What a great speaker and a great man of God. He'll be there with me. Uh, FCA Fields of Faith at Hillcrest High School Stadium. That'll be going on in Tuscaloosa. FCA running that October the 9th. All of you are invited to attend October the 20th over to Woodstock, Georgia, and a man church there uh, at, uh, at Woodstock, and looking forward to being over with them and Keith Boggs and all the group, uh, the gang there, and Johnny Hunt uh, at, at Woodstock Church. Uh, so make plans to be with us coming up on October the 20th. All those details can be found at upcoming events there at rickandbubba.com. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, Better prices every day. All right, so a couple of things. I, I want to um, to talk a, a little bit about uh, the upcoming uh, – it's going to be called Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, RBU, for those that always want to do the acronyms. Uh, that will be coming up uh, this weekend. It looks like uh, barring <laughs> something happening, uh, I believe uh, Adler Urhams can give me a red flag if I'm wrong about this. Uh, I, I think the first episode will, will be put out on our podcast channel and our YouTube channel this weekend. Um, so it's, uh, it, this is, uh, we're trying to figure out the role that it needs to play. And, and I think obviously I'm, I've just been shocked by the number of people cause you know, I'm 55 in October, as we just mentioned. So, you know, I didn't come up in the podcast era. Uh, I yeah. certainly am aware of them and I do love the technology. As a matter of fact, I'm, I've gone back to some things, um, you know, like I told you the other day on the program, when I realize now that like, you know, guys that have been great teachers that I've learned so much from that have some have even gone on to, to glory like Adrian Rogers. Now, because of his ministry, I can go to a podcast channel devoted to nothing but Adrian Rogers uh, sermons, subscribe for free and then listen to these sermons anytime I want to. Um, 
in their entirety and the complete library. Somebody yesterday told me Steve Farrar has one. I love the teachings of Steve Farrar, so I can go out there and, and, and hear him. We put the Wednesday Bible study on one. We put archives from the show every day on our podcast channel. Uh, but uh, and and even our sister Greg, I mean, she's you know uh, ten years younger than me, but um, she says that that when she gets in her automobile with her tooth, uh, her Bluetooth and everything, all she is looking for is the latest podcast that somebody's told her about. That oh boy. that people you know, and and it seems like now even people who do what we do for a living, they also have a podcast. There's certainly people that do nothing but podcasts, but even those that do what we do have a podcast to go along with it. So. We're going to have a unique podcast that will come out weekly. And one of the things that we wanted to do is something that we don't get to do a whole lot on the big show, and that is to to look at some of the emails from some of you. Maybe there's things, because it certainly will be a backstage pass, meaning Bubba and I will be talking about the history of the show and and you know, a lot of you've heard how we met, and we'll we'll talk about some of that, and we'll go back to some of the moments from the last 25 years and unpack those, interview some of the guys that were here, we'll probably have some guests we'll interview from time to time that maybe we would not have interviewed on the on the show or because of time constraints, we couldn't interview them on the show. Um, and we want to get a lot of email from you. Uh, you can either do rick at rickandbubba.com or bubba at rickandbubba.com and just put uh, in the, the up there the subject matter, put you know Rick and Bubba University <clears throat> podcast or Rick and Bubba University or RBU or something that would get our attention that this is something you want to hear us talk about on Rick and Bubba University. You may just have a question that you want to ask, or, hey, what, what, what about this, or I wish y'all would discuss that, or inform us about this. And it could be something about the show, or it could be you know, a topic you would like to hear us talk about or a question that you may have. And we will definitely, on Rick and Bubba University, take emails from the week and, and, and roll through them and answer your questions. So uh, start sending those to us uh, Today, I mean, this week, uh, and we'll compile some, and we'll put it in the first episode coming up. That we'll, we'll usually we'll record them probably on Thursdays. There'll be some exceptions sometimes from time to time based on what the weeks. You know, sometimes you have surprises and you can't do a Thursday. But our our goal is to record them on Thursdays, and then Helmsy and Adler will put them out, and Blaze TV will put them out over the weekend. So uh, so be sure and start sending those emails to us. Things you'd like to see discussed or here discussed because uh, we'll be on youtube and on the podcast uh and we'll answer your questions via email so rick at rick and bubba.com bubba at rick and bubba.com be cool if you just copy us both uh and then just put rick and bubba university up in the subject line and we'll look at those and this weekend should be the first rick and bubba university podcast so we'll see how it goes it's um you know rick and bubba jumping into new technology again yeah and and i look i went through the whole thing going for some of you we, you already have a Rick and Bubba podcast. It's called The Archives Every Day yeah. and The Bible Study Every Wednesday. But we, we talked to some of the folks we partner with, and they would they would like to have another one. Yeah. So so that is just you. this information is only on the podcast. Yeah, unique so, content. So there you go. So but I think, a, I think we'll, we'll kind of be cool. Um, the setting's a little different. Adam mm-hmm. does a really good job with that. So yeah, I think yeah. Be been cool. working on that. You know, when you have a show that runs for – Five hours with everybody on it, four hours with uh, Bubba and uh, and me on it. There's not a lot left to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, when you think about it. But I think if you guys will help us in emails, you probably can direct us in some areas 
that you'd like to see. I think yeah. a perfect example of this, because we talk about, now, you take the 25 years, all that's great to talk about, but yeah. like a subject that you want. Yeah. The hunted 411 thing would have been perfect for you and Bubba to just to dissect <coughs> oh, 20 yeah. minutes. There you go. Yeah. And he's going to want to do that at some point. Yeah. Probably tomorrow, but maybe you could push that back for a couple of weeks and y'all talk about it together then. Well, that's, that's another good example. That's a good example because you're talking about a format that lends itself to that. Yeah. This show is, is designed, and over the years we've tried to make it this way, it's really designed for there to be 16, or if you listen to the kickoff hour, 20, yeah. 20 10-minute segments. And I know sometimes they're 8 minutes, sometimes they're 12 minutes, but yeah. the heart of it is the vision is, 20 times we're going to talk about something for 10 minutes. Yeah, right. And uh, or take phone calls for 10 minutes. And uh, so that's designed for us not to – now, in the old days, when Bubba and I first started down, we'd bog down and do one topic for, for four hours. <laughs> and we, we really would. And and some of you are saying, that gets old to me. Yeah. I, I want you all to kind of not bog down on topics too much. So then the show turned into – and sometimes there's exceptions, but for the most part it's turned into let's run through a lot of topics and let's hit a lot of things – rapid fire throughout the show well this is going to kind of go back like a lot of things i've noticed with technology some of this you think you're moving forward and your access has moved us forward but the way the content is done is actually going back yeah because that's the way radio and tv was at one time it wasn't rapid fire Right, so right. what's happened is we've demanded rapid fire, and now we develop podcasts <laughs> and say, say, now we want you to really unpack stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So some of this is new technology, but it's old format. Yeah. Uh, so this sounds like the first show that I ever did that was a little local talk show you know, where I just got in there and talked about whatever I wanted to for two hours and did live commercials and took phone calls. So, and then we, we talked about you know that you can't really take phone calls because we're recording it, but really I started thinking about this. And we're not going to do that this week. But you could mm-hmm. get creative you could. down the road and say, if you want to be on the podcast, you need to call us between this yeah. time. Or, oh, yeah. or that we can also tweet it out, hey, we are going live right now with the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Good stuff right there, my friend. So there we go. So Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, first episode will air this weekend on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. So mm-hmm. if you've already subscribed to that, you're good. Uh, it'll be there with everything else that you've got. But your emails will be a big part of it, so start sending those to to Bubba and to me, Rick at RickandBubba.com, Bubba at RickandBubba.com. Put Rick and Bubba University or RBU in the subject line. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. The first phone troll of the day and the first phone troll of the week. And look at Hams. Hams in there, rock back like he likes it. Taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and all 10 lines are available. Any topic you want to discuss. Long distance, directly assistance. I say Erica, 212. We'll roll through those 30 seconds of pop. Speedy will have a timeout. Uh, so will Greg today, because uh, Helmsy's covering phones, and uh, Bubba is out sick. By the way, we just discovered a couple in the audience. The last time Bubba was sick, they were here. And uh, we need to do a 411. Why do we make Bubba sick? Uh, why Bubba sick? Why Bubba sick? Because he just got dunked on. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they're here again. Sorry. Uh, let us know when you're coming in so we can <laughs> alert Bubba. Uh, but anyway, so phone calls coming in, lines are available. Helms is lining those up, and we'll talk to you next. I do want to introduce you to a brand new sponsor to the Rick and Bubba Show. Everybody say hello to cabbage.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, small business owners out there, listen up. We know what you're going through managing inventory, covering payroll, and doing probably a hundred other things before lunch is the average day for us small business owners. Your time is valuable. 
and getting the money you need shouldn't take up all of it. That's why Cabbage created a simple credit. This is, this is a modern way for businesses to access up to $250,000 on the line of credit. The application process is online. It just takes minutes to complete and get a decision. If your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need right away and withdraw more funds whenever you need a little extra capital. Uh, Rick and Bubba Incorporated, we have a line of credit that, you know, sometimes you have to tap into it. You never know when you got on cash flow. Uh, but a lot of times getting that line of credit is a hassle, but not with Cabbage. Cabbage has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and has provided over 200,000 uh, small businesses with access to funding, and you could be one as well. They're ready to help you uh, get the money you need to run your small business today. Go to Cabbage. Now, that's with a K. K-A-B-B-A-G-E dot com to get started. They're also uh, linked at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. By the way, somebody's glad to hear that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Ryan out of Scottsboro. He's listening to the storm on 101.7. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones <laughs> Keep them phones up trolling. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Watch out. Ryan, go ahead. I forgot no Bubba today. Ryan, go ahead. That. Yeah, you guys, it's golden today. You need to check out the video of Joe Biden. This is literally the, the headline from Breitbart. Joe Biden recounts nearly wrapping a chain around a gang leader named Corn Pop's head when he was the only white lifeguard at a black swimming pool in the 60s. Uh, you're making this somebody up. Somebody sent no, this I emailed, I emailed y'all the story. Yeah. Okay, I, I, couldn't get it to pull, I couldn't get it to show right, Somebody, Somebody pull right, that out for discussion right, we'll ne- next segment. Uh, Adam is out, out of Corn Pop. Arab. Mm-hmm. Adam, go ahead. 30 seconds. I don't even know how to follow Corn Pop. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it uh, during all the football games, uh, but um, – had a had a Braves player that got hit in the face with a oh, 90, yeah. 91 mile an hour fastball yeah. over the weekend, multiple face fractures and mm. that sort of thing. It's pretty pretty rough. Yeah, no, I, I haven't scary. seen that. I haven't yeah. seen that. I bet he that squared was... around on it, hit him right here. Oh my goodness! And yeah. just broke his face down. Yeah, Golly. is he okay? Well, he's fractures. Put him in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be out. Bob in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Bob, thirty seconds. Go ahead, guys. I got one of your topics for your podcast show. Okay. Please, whatever you do, get the crazy lady with the UFO lady. We've got to have her on the podcast. You know, Bubba was thinking oh, that yeah. when she was on the phone, Bubba was actually writing down her phone number on our – because we can see, by the I way. Got, oh, I got it. We have it. Yeah. Definitely. And i got to tell you something. You're on to something right there. Well, I believe you could do a month's worth of shows on that one right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff that you we have a crazy caller on the show that we don't want to bog the whole show down with. You pull them off to the side. Interview him on the podcast. All right, she's perfect for it. She really is. Uh, we continue. Mike in Silicaga. Mike, 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, did you hear about the uh, race hoax over in Cartersville, Georgia, I believe it was, yeah. where a uh, restaurant owner decided to destroy his own business Yeah. and ride a bunch of stuff and tear things off the walls, and the police actually caught him uh, going down the road. Yeah, we have that story. That's kind another. A, that's another we're going to do here in a minute. What, what, why would anybody? Kind of a Jesse Smollett situation. It's yeah, just exactly. like yeah. It's just like <clears throat> that Smollett. It's, it's, we never learn. It's that all know. over. Why would anybody? What, when when did we decide that we wanted to be a victim? I know. I mean, like we like, man, it's sharp to be a victim. Hmm. Uh, and the problem with this kind of stuff is when something really happens. We all heard it in the childhood story: the boy who cried wolf. I know. And when something really does happen, no one's going to take it serious. There's enough racism that still exists. You don't have to invent new racism. That you don't have to do hoax racism. Yeah. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's continue. Uh, looks like Lee out of Georgia. Lee, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing? Hey, doing good. 
I have something about the address change. It might apply to you, okay. but um, not to get personal with myself, but my husband moved out last year, Sorry. changed his address. I started um, getting crazy email, crazy junk mail, you know, about real estate, about advertisements for all kinds of crazy stuff. He got mail advertisements for me at his new address. Mm. No time out, and we ran out of time. I'm so yeah, sorry. Absolutely. Sorry for your situation, but uh, I did not. Maybe you could email me. Uh, what might have? I, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. The odd part was that they only sent one piece of my mail to my son in Startville. Right. Not not all of it. So that tells me there's something. Yeah. I think it was just a mistake yeah. uh, by the yeah. postal service, but I'll get it resolved. Uh, we continue. Let's go back to Scottsboro. Uh, listening to the storm as well. Tom. Tom, go ahead. Hey guys, how are you? Good. Hey, I had a I had a funny thing the other day. I my kitchen sink faucet went bad, so I went to Home Depot and I bought a mowing faucet. And guess what the name of it was? The what? Adler. No, it no, wasn't. We, we know <laughs> Adler, Adler. Adler means eagle. Just, uh-huh. Yeah, Adler means eagle. Yeah, that's right. In, in some language. I was going to ask if he had uh, stock in uh, Home Depot. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, look, his, his dad, he does. his mom and dad are on, have an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we continue. Jeff in Prattville. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How are y'all this morning? Good, good. Hey, I was listening to the tune of that the other day when I was doing some jogging, and I heard an old episode. Uh, it was a great moment about Speedy when he uh, accidentally had a uh, choice word to uh, call a pastor on a golf course. Sure. Oh, yes. Gosh, that's one of the classic. But you also referenced another issue with him at a jewelry shop, and you were really, really vague. I didn't understand mm. what exactly went down. Can't go be a little no. more- and you know what? I'm sorry, buddy. We can't. Buddy, I'll tell you, that one's going to stay vague. Yeah. Yeah, and he had, your phone was horrible. If you see me on the golf course, I might could tell you that story, but I don't know. That's mm-hmm. something Speedy would have to tell you, just the two of you somewhere. And I don't know that I can. Can't I, tell I, it on I the just, air. No, sure. way. no way, no way. And it was no. a slip up. He he didn't mean to say no, what he said. No, now I was. I but was what did he though? But what I was he, interviewing he, the jewelry store's owner. Here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you let, that. Let, let me just say this: there are words <laughs> that some people are offended <laughs> by, but not many. Then there's words that most people are offended by, but not all. Then there's words that every single person is offended by, and it was one of those. It was. Yeah. It's 100%. There's it's not one person. lined up ten people. There was not one person said, you know, that word doesn't bother me. No. Yeah, you say, what do you think of this word? All ten when it went over. I was just and distri- it, and describing said, the cut of the diamond. You all. were, and boy, did you. Boy, oh, my goodness. Golly, it was a, it was a it was a live remote at a jewelry store and it went south. It was brilliant. I should have just flipped it back to the station, but I tried to save it. I know. You know, Bubba <laughs> and I just kept talking. It, it made Bubba and uh, Bubba and I have a story concerning uh, a store that had a special on Pita's P I T A, and it made ours look like grammar school. Yeah, Speedy yeah. took it to a new level. Sean in Mississippi. Golly. Sean, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Oh, get well, Bubba. Yeah, hopefully uh, hey, so. Listen, there was a uh, documentary this spring that was similar to your 411 deal. It was about, they call it the Smiley Face Killers. Oh, yeah. And it was true stories about these young males that were being killed and dumped in water. And every one of them had been listed as a suicide or an accident. But when I went back and looked at them all, there were smiley faces within a you know, couple hundred yards. Yeah, they leave that. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Well, I had they were an, all like young male college students. They'd be just drowned. They'd really? drown. Yeah. I had a homicide uh, investigator email me. He says he thinks most all of these so-called mysterious disappearances. He thinks they they a lot of them had the calling card of serial killers. In his opinion, in the middle yeah. of the woods, you never know. We continue. Hiding behind a tree. Uh, let's go to Rob in Birmingham. Listening to us on ZZK. Rob, go ahead. Hey guys, uh, my. my Best part of the show this morning, the funniest part, is when the guy asked Rick, is your son a junior? And he said, no, he's a sophomore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? (laughs) You think that's not on my mind all the time? (laughs) Yeah. No. No. Let's get to the next one. Uh, We continue. Let's go to uh, Clint in Jackson. Clint, go ahead. That is funny, by the way. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I was just calling to see if you guys had heard about that uh, Starbucks is going to quit uh, carrying the New York Times and USA Today and I think the Post in their uh, coffee shops because people are taking them and not paying for them. I just I thought that was kind of ironic with their yeah. political views. It really is. Yeah, they, should they, be give, they should be giving everyone a – but everyone's entitled yeah, to be able to hear sure, the news. Sure, sure. Well, who are they to judge? Give it away. Patty in Birmingham, also listening to ZZK. Patty, go ahead. Hey, I wanted to make a comment on the four one one movie. The, the all the campsites, these hunters went in there by horseback and mules. Yeah, one of them. But it never talks about the prey animal or creature, or whatever it was that came in the campsite. Why didn't it attack the horses? And if not, the horses would be out of there. I mean, they never talked about the long walk those hunters had back to the horse, to the truck. Well, the they, they actually the well, they actually did. Uh, they they said that uh, they referred to it as, and that was only applied to one case that horses were involved in a mule. That was the guy where his stuff started showing up everywhere. But they said no, no. Which is interesting. They said that they had what they called a horse wreck. A horse home. wreck. Well, that's what they call it. That's well, they what did. the people. They said that the horses got the mule got spooked. By something oh. and threw everybody's supplies off oh, down into a gully. I got you. Oh, and uh, so that that was part of that story. So something spooked it. Mm-hmm. And they had a dreaded horse wreck. Never heard it called a horse wreck. Have not. That's what he <laughs> called it. <laughs> All right, you know what it describes it. And this well. was like one of the sheriffs that called that. Said, "Now, right in here, we had a horse wreck. In other words, he was hauling all the supplies in. He lost it. And just threw everything. And that's why the guy had to go try to find the more supplies because the mule had thrown his off off the cliff or something." Four one one. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Oh, it brings me eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, well, you heard in the phone troll someone mentioned it. We do have a story. Uh, we do have a, a Biden update. Chuck Graham, state senator's here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. There's so many of them. We choose truth over facts. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. What? Thank you, am Joe. Am I doing this again? Yes, yes you are. Well, now Joe Biden is telling us a bizarre story. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, Greg, uh, just stand by because I think I've picked up on something here that I know you will agree with completely. Even Speedy was like, you know what? Yeah, because anyway, let's just jump in. Uh-huh. Uh, he is speaking to a group, uh, and he claims that at one time 
he worked there at the public pool. Is that correct? Yeah, he's on site, and and he uh, talks about how he used to, I he's guess, tough, be a, a lifeguard or, or or work at the pool, and how he had to try to tell somebody to get off the diving board, and mm-hmm. it was a handle for him. And okay. he and he tries to tell the story, supplies, and takes this us around he, the world to get there. This is where he does tough guy Biden. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, by the yeah, way, yeah. Speedy, you need to listen to this because this goes back to what we we're talking about you on Friday. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned that. Uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area, and I was one of the guards, and there were a lot of, there was a three-meter board. And if you fell off sideways, you landed on the, damp, uh, the darn cement over there. <laughs> and Corn Pop was a bad dude. Corn Pop. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. Yeah, he, and back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. My car, this was mostly, these were all public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate. And I, he said, I'll be waiting for you. He was waiting for three guys in straight razors. Not a joke. There was a guy named Bill Wright, Mouse, the only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. And I said, what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement where mechanics, where, where, where all the pool filter is. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. I said, you kidding me? He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with People the chain, <laughs> and I walked up to my car, and they had stepped. Those days, you used to remember the straight race. You'd bang nope. them on the curb, Nobody's get them rusty, lying. put Nobody's them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. And I looked at them, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you to get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. But I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. What? I apologize, but I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor, and my heart began to beat again. That's so crazy, All Jim. right. Wow, what a story. Well, that was a that was a <laughs> my favorite. Like y'all saying, everybody there is like carrying on their own conversation. Yeah, listen to him. <laughs> hey, you know what? Pay attention. All right, let me go back to I this. I called him Esther. Yeah. Me... Okay, first of all. Might want to tell us. When he just said he called him Esther, and he was referring to Esther Williams. I guess that was some female because he's making fun of the thing on the guy's head, right? Right. Yeah. And at the end, so he'd left that part out. He did. And he threw it out. I know. Pretty big detail to leave out. Yeah. No. Yeah. no Speedy, Speedy, That's the punchline. It's important that you listen to that. He got to chase a few rabbits. He did. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying, Rick, is, all right, first three meter board. Uh, fall off that thing. Fall right, on the net. Ne- a <laughs> couple of couple of things in there I got to take issue with. Don't know of any pool that uses a chain to mark off the deep end. Usually those are floats on a rope. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, a chain. Maybe. Uh, a cha- Maybe. A, I don't know. A chain would sink. He's so the, would well, so are you going to tie a chain across there? Um <sighs> Well, maybe you meant the one that had the, the <coughs> chain with the floats on them. Maybe Rick, I'm trying to get. Okay, him out. all right. Well, it's let's, 19. Right, okay, let's. Rick, this is probably 1950. Right, let, let's let's say there was a chain that separated the deep end, not a rope with, because uh, the the part that holds the floats on isn't big enough to wrap around anybody's yeah. head. 
But anyway, let's 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 give him benefit of the doubt. Let's say the poo he worked at had a chain. Okay, and, and corn pop smarted off. Them. Okay, well he's also saying that the time he was a lifeguard, that that that, that area would have had the same dynamic that it has today. Which uh, no, I'm not sure about that. Probably Joe Biden might have been lifeguarding there, but I bet the dynamic of the neighborhood looked much different. And he's trying Probably. to act like that he was there in the same environment that these people live in today yeah. that live in that That's area. That's a good point, by the way. And the odds are that is not true because I know the places that, that I grew up in or we were little boys when here in our city where we live now. Greg and I lived here till I was six until you were four or five. Yeah. And where we lived at that time looks much different today than it did then. Yes. Because of, of you know, people change, cultures change. And, uh, you know, what one time now is considered an urban inner city environment at one time was like suburbia. You know, it moves and it moves around. It changes. I doubt very seriously that Joe Biden was lifeguarding in that time and that that area was dominantly African-American and was in the situation today that it I bet it wasn't the same. And he's acting like that that as as a young man, that he lifeguard that pool with dangerous gangs and all that. Mm-hmm. Just like it's today, yeah. And I don't think that's true. He encountered corn pop. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm now, gonna call you that. For now, now, whether he encountered <laughs> corn pop to me, it, whether he encountered corn pop or not, I don't know. But reckon I had that tone like I was sharp, right? Mm-hmm. You know it because like, I'm well, I'm you rough know, and I can handle myself. Well, well this is that, this is that tough guy Biden thing, like when he wanted to take Trump around. Esther, and, come on down. And he wanted, remember he wanted to punch Trump at one point. Yeah, he did. Didn't he? Yeah, he's tough. Now who was the mechanic? He threw some detail some, about some a mechanic. mechanic. He's a white guy, so, mechanic. He serviced all the pools. <laughs> the only white guy in there. See, okay. See, I don't think that's true either. Probably not. Uh, at the time that he would have been a lifeguard, the dynamic, mouse, mouse. The, the dynamic. I hate to say it. I hate to say it because it's sad. It's really sad. But during the time that he would have been a lifeguard, African Americans wouldn't have been allowed to swim in pools with the white people. Not during his time. If he was uh, now, maybe where he was, it was different. But I know in the South, it was that way. Sadly, uh, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, stick around. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. We're back six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Another hour has begun. It features Team Rick and Bubba. We got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Bubba is sick today, so he is not with us. Hopefully he'll be back uh, with us again tomorrow. So uh, we start another hour. Now, we, we always have a moment, usually on Monday's program, which we call the email of the weekend. Uh, you know, my emails over the weekend during football season feature a lot of Beth Moen's comments. I uh, had a lot of, a lot of those over the weekend. Uh, but the email that, and this one started, uh, about a week ago. And then I kind of thought, well, we talked about it amongst ourselves and I sent this picture to, to Gary, the bulldozer man and all of this. And I thought, well, I'm going to kind of let this die. Cause I wasn't sure it was as good as, the, as Gary, you know, on the baton, 
But over the weekend, everybody has become obsessed. You know, we had Gary uh, with a, 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 a baton twirler. Oh, boy, did we. And that was a very popular video here. Just like a baby. Now, now everybody thinks that Gary is standing on a street corner down in Chilton County dancing mm-hmm. for everybody. Oh, correct. And we have the, Gary the dancer mm-hmm. uh, from over the weekend. This has uh, now become the, the, the video of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there there is Gary. Uh, there he is. There, there's Gary. <laughs> Out there dancing, he's dancing hey, for smiles, right? Hey, let me t- I'm, you tell me what I'm listening to. I'm listening, let it whip. <laughs> I like I like a little dance music down here. I used to dance over at Chilton County High. I mean, th- does that not look like Gary? He's yeah, a, he's right. a, he's a little tall for Gary, but yeah. but yeah. everything else, you're right. It's not as as dead ringer as the baton guy. Now the baton guy looks exactly like Gary. Yeah, yeah. So so we got uh, we can put this in show notes today. Uh, and it doesn't say dancing for smiles. It does. It, says, it does. Sure. That's what he's doing. Hey, Gary would dance for smiles. I kind of hey, want to know what that guy's listening hey, to. Hey, hey, I dance. I dance with smiles. <laughs> I dance for people to smile at me. I don't know why people just can't be happy. I mean, you can't even have a smile. Y'all. And uh, so there it is. If you look at this and make it, Gary Gregg, it'll slay you. Oh, I know. I did. I watched it over and over. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I even pictured him talking. Right. I'm dancing for a smile. Yeah. So, um, Honk if you like it. So uh, <laughs> you you see that I, I, I put out, you know, and this is an ongoing thing with Gary and me. Oh, and, boy. And, and Greg, you you said it, and um, – and and some people don't don't get it. Greg really it is I know it's not your original thought but you're the one who brought it here it really the world would all be better off Rick Burgess included if we had a very keen sense of when to shut our hole and know a rope you know well, yeah, you know, well, yeah. you know now that they have some they have some that's a little milder now called stay in your lane yes yeah, yeah, that's lane. a little that's becoming popular again now you know stay, it's overused stay, stay in your lane. But really, where we grew up, it was called shut your hole and know your role. There it is. You know, don't get out of your area. That's your space. And I realize that when it comes to Gary, that I that, that I am I'm second to Alria. I know this. Huh. You know it going in. Alria is Gary's favorite client. And those of you that know Gary, and you've heard him on the show a lot, many adventures of Gary. And uh, he uh, he works for various people who have land. And, you know, he does roads and green fields and bush hogging and Oh, you know, building, you know, uh, all kinds of dams and, and you know, that, that build ponds. I mean, he builds houses and entrance cabins and uh, entranceways, gates. Like, hey, I mean, you know, if there's something you need done, I mean, you know, you can, you can hire somebody. I mean, they won't do no better. I mean, now you can't find no help. And he's and he's had a falling out with a guy used to work with him. This guy's. <laughs> oh, I got, can't believe that. Got, well, you know, Gary having to fall out. <laughs> I tell you why Gary has ended ended up working alone is because he doesn't like anybody. Yeah, there's well, nobody then, Gary likes. There's that. Hey, you don't want to do him. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> you know, thank you, Gary. <laughs> and 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 the problem that Gary has is uh, on one hand, on one hand, Gary com- constantly complains that he can't find any help and that he's being worked to the bone. Yeah. All right, that's over here. Huh. Now, this is what Gary's got to figure out. But over here, he will not allow you to hire anybody but him to do something. <laughs> now, those two things are mutually exclusive. Yeah, right. You can't yeah. say you got too much, and then when I say, well, I'll I'll put this up. Hey, you don't want them to do it. They charge you an arm and leg, and they an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 won't do, they, they won't do half job, I'd do. So, but what, <laughs> but, what, what, what Gary doesn't understand is, but but when projects are finished, then I'm pleased. I really don't care who did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, done. Yeah, as as opposed to he like he's at odds with me about the pond. Hey, I could have done that, clean that stuff up around the pond. 
and you ain't gonna tell how much you pay for that. Yeah, but see, it's done. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's over, and it's not a mess. Okay, it it looks great, and uh, so Gary, I, I think Gary sometimes thinks I don't know what he thinks my budget is, and certainly we don't we want to we want to be good stewards, but sometimes I just want some I just want it done, and because if not, we just keep it. This thing, there Here we go. You go, you know the line you you you, you talk about, it, and we're kid we kid around a lot, but there's a line. And I, and I can sometimes be on the wrong side of it the other way. I will openly admit that. There's a line of being a good steward and just being cheap. Okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a line. And there's, a, there's, there's also a line of just throwing money that's unnecessary at something. Well, that's your ruler. It's nickel, yeah. dime, and then, yeah. and then throwing right. money away. And, and I can sometimes, because I don't like to be hassled, I probably sometimes could use a, a probably, probably another estimate or two. <laughs> okay, but I'm just ready. I I really don't mind, you know, unless it's unbel- unless it's unreasonable. I don't really mind paying a little more to get it done right. And I time, really and time and timely. I really mm-hmm. I really don't. You know, I'm not saving money if the thing I need done is never done. Mm-mm. I mean, that doesn't save me anything. I mean, it's it's <laughs> like it's like that. I mean, what what did that do for me? I mean, and and so uh, it, it you know, and so we we get in, and then so I I come down there and I realize. I hear him talking about, hey, I went over Al Regis. You don't believe all the feed we had to put out. I said, yeah, I, that's great, man. I'm glad for Al. I get down there to the farm yesterday, getting ready for hunting season. Feeder's empty. And then Gary's out there working on something else. And I'm like, yeah, I went to see the feeders. They empty. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I ain't had no, I ain't had time because I got this other thing going on. Yeah, but Al's are full. I bet they're full to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> spilling out, Rick. I bet Al's just got feed spilling everywhere. <laughs> More feed than he needs. So many deer under there mm-hmm. eating them. And I told him, I said, Gary, I understand my role, and I will shut my hole. There's no <laughs> telling you. what. I, there's no telling what Al Rhea pays you, and he's got cash laying around. He can't spend it. And I just, I'm not in his league, and I got it. I know my place, but I'll can, I'll just get, I'll go get the feed, and I'll, I can handle. I'm perfectly capable of putting feed in feeders. Now you, now see, you do that, and people take it. You're too nice to people. You'll overspend for the feed, and I'll just let uh, me handle it. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, but letting you handle it's great, but it, I just it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> I don't mind doing it. I I, I can, I'm perfectly capable of it. I'm not. Now you don't. I mean, you love over in Birmingham. You don't know how to do this kind of stuff. You'll you'll mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can't mess up pouring feed in a feeder. That's how hard, hard is that? It's hard to mess that up. <laughs> now the times you do it, what's different? Yeah. And, uh, What's the technique? Yeah, top's not on tight, right? I, I, I got it, and, and, and every time I get around him, he's got to bring up Al. I have to hear about Al over and over again. Now over at Al, yeah, okay, buddy, <laughs> I got you. And uh, so then, then it's like we and, and and see, I we have people that can do the job. It's almost like he thinks that. That world down there lives. It's a completely different kingdom or something. <laughs> you know, I said, hey, I got somebody fix that air condition over at Cherry's little place. No, no, I got somebody I'll call. Let me, let me handle it. You don't need to handle it. Somebody be down here and they overcharge you <laughs> like that. So I go down there this past week. I walk in the house. It's hot again. Uh-uh. I, I said, Gary, the air condition, it's, it's, it's hot in the house again. Really? Well, he, he said he fixed it. <laughs> I said, see, this is that thing I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I sent an invoice to this guy, whoever he is, okay, some friend of Gary's. And then I came down here, and it was cool one day, and it was working, but then I came back a few weeks later, and now it's hot again. So that money 
really went right, right up a hog's butt. <laughs> it now it might have been it might have been less expensive than the people I would have hired because they got to go a little further, but they would have fixed it. And so then <laughs> that little bit of money that I paid to the people that would have fixed it, not put a band aid on it. Mm-hmm. Well, he said he put some freon in it. And he thought he'd probably use it till it got cool again. That was our plan. <laughs> So there's a Freon leak, so we just fill it up and hope it doesn't run out before it gets cool again in Alabama? What kind of plan is that? Fix it. Well, I mean, that's going to cost. Yeah, I know it's going to cost, but we'll be cool. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> what good is it? <laughs> hey, 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 they didn't, they gave you a good deal on that. It's not a good deal if it didn't work. <laughs> It's 90 degrees in here! Literally. So it didn't work! That was money up a hog's butt! What did that accomplish? What did that accomplish? They thought it'd last. So, in other words, so you're saying, hey, but really, the amount you paid it, which stayed cool in there for a month, that's about right. Yeah, but I want it always cool! That's about right. I mean, wait, is that it? What am I paying to have it coo for a little while? Yeah. So, well, so every so often I'll pay for Freon to come in and leak back out? <laughs> what kind of plan is this? Here's your rate if you want it cool for a month. Yeah. Now, if you want it fixed, just a whole other one. <laughs> no, I want it fixed. Completely fixed. If it has to be another air conditioning unit, fine. Fix it. Well, he thought it'd be enough Freon to get cool again. <laughs> where, where does he live? We're not in Alaska. <laughs> I mean, in Alaska, that plan might work. <laughs> really? Just fix it, right? This we'll is good for you. Fix Bubba, it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba I show. Can't stop. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So that was one of my realizations over the weekend that apparently I'd agreed to a Freon Freon rental deal uh, where I would rent Freon for a period of time, and then when it runs out, I have to have more. Uh, You got a good deal, right? Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, you know... they should give you a better deal than people. My people Birmingham ain't charged him up. Uh-uh. Well, just fix it. But anyway, so so that was uh, that was over the weekend. Uh, we had that. Now, a couple of stories coming up over the weekend. We were just mentioning one. Uh, you know, the, this thing of the mob mentality today, and, and then people are – think about – I want you all to think about for a minute how many things we get on the show and we have to talk about that somebody has to walk back a story because they didn't have the information right. Yeah. I mean, how many of these now? Journalism is dead. It, it's it it's just a bunch of guys. It's, my mob is trying to get you, and your mob is trying to get me. Uh, and in the middle of all this, we just say the truth really doesn't matter. It's pretty important. Truth's pretty important. Well, now the New York Times, uh, they've had to make a major revision in what they thought was going to be, and they were, they were building it this way, would be a bombshell piece uh, that came out last Sunday uh, concerning a resurfaced allegation of a sexual assault by Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, hours at, uh, after all of the 2020 Democratic uh, candidates had cited the original article as a reason to now impeach Kavanaugh. So let's get that right. So Kavanaugh, they couldn't get him on the way in. He, get, he, 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 go, he, he, he becomes a Supreme Court Justice. Well, now this is the new card of the Democrats. We want to impeach them. Like Even if the people voted for a president like Trump, we want to impeach him 
because while he's in office, we got to get him. So Kavanaugh, we couldn't stop him from being a Supreme Court justice, but now that he is, we want to impeach him. So they had their big debate the other night. Well, they all started citing this article. So, you know the, what, what they were supposed to say was, see, everything we tried to tell you all about Kavanaugh was right. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's another allegation. Well, they're now having to revise the article because one significant detail that several friends of the alleged victim said she did not recall the assault at all. Well, uh, uh, that that this was they're acting like that. She did had, someone else say that that she was a victim, and then they ask her, and she goes, "I don't remember that." Correct. It it, it kind of became a somebody said, uh, and it was supposed to be a firsthand statement about the attack in the original piece, which was published last Saturday. Uh, and it was a Clinton-connected lawyer who claimed he witnessed it, meaning, hey, I saw it happen. Okay, and then they go to the victim, and, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then about. they go to the victim, and the victim's like, I, I do not – that I know nothing about what y'all were talking about. Well, that hurts you, can Now, but the problem is they went ahead and did the story with just mm-hmm. the first-hand sure. witnesses' right. account. Well, that's not journalism. I think – Pretty basic journalism Check is, let's say that I say, hey, man, I saw Speedy steal that car. Saw it myself. I know she always used me as an I example. I know. Yeah. You would think that the first thing the journalist would do is to next go interview Speedy, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Burgess says he saw you steal a car. And you, Speedy, like, what are you talking about? That but in happened. this case, it's even easier than that because mm-hmm. you claim you saw someone – Yep assaulted, like not trying to get away with something, and you go ask them, and they go, no, I didn't. Get, right. I don't remember getting assaulted. Yeah, it's like me saying, That's I, really it's like me saying I saw somebody punch Speedy, and yeah. they go to Speedy and say, tell me who punched you. He goes, punch me. Nobody punched me. Yeah, nobody me. punched me. I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. I don't remember. Do you realize how Maybe e- it's because they punched yeah. me. Do you realize how easy it was to be sure the story didn't run? Yeah. Just, one, just a very One simple, more check. Go talk to the supposed victim. Yeah. Because the minute she says this didn't happen or I don't recall it, then your story's over. Yeah. So now this saves you the embarrassing uh, retraction, uh, and now people are saying, but does this really surprise us with the New York Times? Uh, Because now it's a shoot-ready-aim mentality because it has nothing to do with the truth. It has nothing to do with journalism. It has nothing to do with informing the masses. It has everything to do with do we have something to destroy a person we don't like. Right, and, and and this is what makes it even even stranger is all right. Apparently, this this article is about a forthcoming book that's coming out, and they were writing uh, about the allegation in the book. Well, the only way this was caught is that uh, a group that actually read the book, the Federalist uh, Mobile Hemingway or whoever it is, mm-hmm. they basically said, "Wait a minute, I've read the book. That's not exactly how the story is right, told. Right. You left some key parts out." To kind of fit your narrative, yeah. What what it says is asking the victim, which who said who declined to be interviewed and said that she can't even recall what they're talking about. So I won't get into the details. I'm saying the assertion was that that uh, that Brett Kavanaugh did something uh, that was inappropriate to a female student at a drunken dorm party, and so when the book, to Speedy's point, went to interview the female, she denied to be interviewed. And friends of her says she does not recall that incident at all, and that certainly needs to be added to the article. It's the Federalist Molly Hemingway is, is who who read so first the of actual all, book and fir- said, "Wait a minute." First of all, the book says, "Hey, let's go interview the the coed that supposedly Kavanaugh did this to." She, said, she wouldn't be interviewed, and then her friend says she don't want to be interviewed because she doesn't recall this even happening. 
I have to tell you, if she says she doesn't recall it's happening, then the story's over. Mm-hmm. Right. But yet it lives. But yet it lives. And and that is the world that we it's now like, live that's in. That's a small detail, but we're, we're going on with it. Don't forget, mm-hmm. the Democratic candidates just ran right out there and started talking about it. You know, saying Nobody checked nothing. So I, will they come back and say, well, now that we realize that the woman that this allegedly happened to says she has no recollection of this? Uh, and never never had any issue or made the accusation toward Brett Kavanaugh, wouldn't it be important that the next time we gather the Democratic candidates together, they do a, hey, before we get started tonight, uh, looks like we're not going to be able to impeach Kavanaugh at least on this. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it turns out this is not true uh, because we can't say it happened if the victim says she has no recollection of it and Makes no accusation. That hurts your case. It does. It does. Slightly. Yeah. We can't live in a world as somebody said. That's that's what children do. <laughs> you know, when they make up stories. Well, somebody told me, and I was out in the yard, and uh, 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 a squirrel talked to me and and, and said to me <laughs> that this is, uh, and uh, so my sandwich uh, it was taken from me by a squirrel. I, I mean. Is that the world we're living in now? I mean, we, we're all a bunch of small children that just tell stories and everybody just goes along with them. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And uh, we look forward to chatting with you. We'll get to phone calls here now. Lines are available. Uh, whatever you want to talk about, bring them in. Uh, I do want to welcome back. Uh, they've been with us for a while, and they're back, and that's Bombas. Uh, I wore a pair of Bombas to church just this weekend. If you look, these are these are the socks that uh, that your feet dream about. Uh, they, they are super, super comfortable. They have the art support, a seamless toe, a cushion footbed and uh, they come in hundreds of colors and styles perfect for men women and kids bombas has a new line of merino wool socks that you will love they're made from soft warm and that naturally moisture wicking merino wool I, I didn't realize you know that adler loves some merino wool i mean he, he's all he about does. it adler you need, you need to get some of these buddy uh my wife, my wife loves yeah, well, you need to get a pair of these socks. They're designed uh, with all their classic comfort features as well. Uh, they keep you cool and dry on the morning run and staying comfortable in the office. If you you know, are one of these people that go to the office and you think it's too cold there, they'll keep your feet warm. Bomba socks are ready to work as hard as you do. And for every pair of socks that you buy, they donate a pair to someone who's in need. So that's kind of cool, too. Buy yours now and experience these truly great socks, and we love them, at Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Bubba. That gets you 20% off your first purpose, uh, purchase or, and purpose at the same time. Mm-hmm. It is it is a purchase with a purpose. Look at me coming up with that on the fly. That's good. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. And by the way, Bombas, you can have that slogan. Uh, all right, uh, to the phones we go. Daniel in California is standing by. Hey, Daniel. Welcome to hey, the program, buddy. Guys. Hey, bud. Hey, I just want to say, you know, Greg ruins a lot of things for, for me. Uh, after hearing him talk about how Eddie Money sings out the side of his mouth, it just ruined it for me. I'm in the truck, and I'm trying to sing like Eddie Money out the side of my mouth. Yeah, I do the <laughs> same thing. And the second thing, thing was uh, I landed the other day, I landed on uh, Remember the Titans. 
And then I just started thinking how Greg tore that movie apart. How you know, I know. Gary Thanks, didn't Greg. cut that player, and Gary didn't get in that car accident until afterwards. That's and, true. Know. I'm sorry. He ruins. <laughs> he ruins a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm fact, gonna start quitting doing. It. You, I, I get it. You know how we're doing. We're gonna start the first Rick and Bubba podcast this week. Rick and Bubba University. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a reoccurring segment that says when we come back, Greg ruins various things. Yeah, that'd and, be great. Yeah, and you just you just. You, uh, Hollywood can take a true story and just, I mean, turn but if it we don't, down. but if we don't know that they've uh, that's ruined a good it, point. Uh, you know, you don't have. That's to That's a great point. Yeah. If you don't know it, then it's you don't true. have to throw the pie and hit us right in the face. Okay. You know, that you was shaking, snapping a fingers. But I wanted, to, I wanted to go back <laughs> to this. Everybody could see you. And doing the game that. wasn't close in the, the championship game. Remember Titans, Greg, the real we, one. It wasn't even close. You've they already, won, you've, they weren't huge. You already, you've already ruined this whole. Gary Bertier played in it. We know Gary played in the state championship. Okay. Didn't get hurt to, to his football high school career was over. Okay. We got all that, Greg. And it was a blowout in the state championship game. Got it. You have done such a <laughs> severe job with this. I told you I saw Overcomer over the weekend, which was fantastic. In the movie, I had to tell myself, Rick, they never said this was a true story. Oh, okay. I started questioning things in the movie, <laughs> and I realized now Greg's got me doing it to scripts. Yeah, it's not I'm, even I'm true. just like, wait a minute, this was they never claimed this to me. <laughs> that didn't happen. Greg, I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. And I was, <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, this is not a, this is not based on a true story. Uh, let's go to Emily out of Tuscaloosa. Emily, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm fine. How are y'all? Good. Good. Listen, I want to talk about car batteries. I have finally uh, helped. Uh, with my car maintenance, and for years I have bought vehicles and the batteries in the front, and if it goes bad, I just go to AutoZone. They take it out, they put a new one in. Mm-hmm. Well, now they've got the batteries so far up under the dashboard that when my battery went dead the other day, I didn't even know how to jump it off. You know what? So You're right. Some of the newer cars, they're hiding the battery from us. Let's get that thing back yeah. out there. We can access it, and we can see it. You're right. I have noticed that. Well, well, the the thing is, is that you know everybody's working and all that. Well, I had to have it towed. You had to have well, it towed because you couldn't find a way to jump it off. No, because nobody knew how to do it. I even called nine one one, and the cop easy, showed up. Easy, and he did it. Uh huh. I hear you. Don't call nine one one over your battery. Well, I mean, come well, on, I, easy. That, that call call like Star HP, like the Highway Patrol I, or something. Oh, I never. Well, I was in the Walmart parking lot. Well, just ask Billy Joe as he goes by. Yeah, maybe walking to the. Uh, to I don't know. Nine one one. What's your problem? Auto My battery's par- dead. Auto parts well, of Walmart. Nine one one. What's well, your emergency? Can't find a battery in these stupid new cars. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, she told me yes. I asked her. I said, if I'm not supposed to call, you make sure I'm not supposed to call, and I'll hang up. She told me, oh no, ma'am. She says I'll have somebody right well, there. So she did. How cool well, is that? Well, they went into Walmart, Walmart, and they didn't even know how to do it. Well, some of these cars is complicated, and some of them. You don't you even, gotta pop off the little Well some of them too, Greg. Yes, to to we, we we popped off the top and we could not get to the terminal. So that's the problem. Well you gotta so you gotta instead of going so then instead of going to AutoZone and paying eighty five dollars for a battery, <laughs> I had to go to the car the the Ford company and they charged me two hundred and fifty eight dollars. That's how they get you. Thank you, Good Greg. Night. Wait a minute, what did you think you were gonna pay for a battery somewhere else? Eighty five. 
I thought I thought she said okay. Yeah, yeah. Not See, what they've done. They've made it yeah, where you can't they, get to it. Where mm-hmm. you got to have them. You got to have their battery. Mm-hmm. Come on. Well, I don't mind. Back to this a minute ago. This I thing about nickel and diamond. Mm-hmm. I don't mind playing by the system, but I need to be able to access the battery to jump it off. Yeah. 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 And and I understand with these auto zones and others, they got to be careful. They start taking all this bunch of stuff off your car no, and right. everything. Then it's they get themselves in a handle. But I've been to some where they go, okay, I can't touch it. You know, I can't. Well, but, let me ask but, you something. The, the the batteries not work good where they were originally. I mean, now we have to shove them up. I mean, I know. It's, I, I mean, don't you know what even, it is. Hey, hey, Greg, you can't even have a battery. I mean, you can't even access. But I tell you, if you look at it, because and the only reason I know Tyler's was like this. If you look at it, you go, "Well, I can't get to that." You know, but no. you got to start popping stuff no, off. It's, it's and, real complicated. And then you have some. And I'm trying to remember the ground. They don't. They don't. You don't give you access. They don't even give you access to the ground side. Yeah, you just put, put that on a piece of metal. Yeah. Or, correct. Yeah, I don't like Which that. is the correct mm-hmm. way to do it anyway. Is it? Oh, I'm going to talk up. Oh, hey, look I know here. about cars. Look at all about it. I'm a little more huh? blue collar than the rest of them. <laughs> no. <But> whatever. <laughs> I'm kind of lean to the side a little bit when I do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I do it that way. It is the correct way. Eric and Helena. Eric, go ahead. <laughs> you ever had a battery blow up on you? It ain't pretty. No, it's not. Eric, go ahead. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Good. Hey, you know, I got to I gotta admit to y'all... Um, I was very reluctant to buy my first set of BuzzBox coffee. Understood. But and I bought it. Yeah. I bought it, and I thought to myself, there's no way that coffee can not have that acidic taste to it. Yeah, sound like my dad. So, so I bought it, and I made a cup. And I think it's the best cup of coffee I've ever had. Watch out. Well, mm-hmm. there, there's there's some reasons on that, just what you talked about. You know, of course, my dad was skeptical. He wanted to help out. He was, you know, certainly loves his family and, and all that. And he said, but, you know, I don't think you're going get to get away from that. And, the, you know, sometimes you get a little acid reflux and all that. And I said, but there's a reason. Yes, yes. But there's a reason because coffee, when it starts sitting on a shelf, the mold content goes up. I'm not talking about it's dangerous or anything, but – the only way to keep that mold content from being there or to reduce it is for it to come to you shipped right after it was roasted within about 48 hours. And that's the reason why you, you're not getting what happens when coffee sits on the shelf. And and plus, it's a very high-grade coffee, but the main reason you're not getting the acidic part of it is because of how we're shipping it to you. I tell you what, man, that Papua New Guinea, uh, y'all weren't kidding when y'all that's good, good stuff. That stuff oh yeah, that's, that's your number one right there. We a lot of I like a lot uh-huh. of them, but that's my favorite. And thank you for doing that because now you're helping out the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. But you're right. I understand people hear it and they go, "Look, eh, coffee's coffee. I guess I can do it because it might help." Uh, but you're thinking the coffee's not going to be that much difference. Everybody who tried, there's people who love it, and there's people who haven't tried it. Uh, I, there, I, I, I have not. I, I haven't had anybody say I tried it and I didn't like it. I tell you what, those people who haven't tried it, man, they're missing out. Thank you, man. I appreciate that very much. Is, is this one of the people from BuzzBox? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're very kind to say that. Uh, and if you haven't got yours, we'll send you a free pound. Just go to rickandbubba.com, click on BuzzBox, uh, and you can try it for yourself, and then hopefully you'll join us. Uh, all right, Jeffrey says he can help with hidden batteries. All right, go ahead. Okay, hidden batteries. All right, every vehicle has a terminal up under the hood that you could, if you have no battery exposed, a lot of the Buicks, a lot of the, some of the Chevrolets, they have the battery up under the back seat, a lot of your Chryslers, the batteries in the trunk, uh, Lincoln, uh, some of the Lincolns have it in the trunk, but under the hood, there is always a spot that has a red plastic cap on it that you can pop that cap off and put your jumper cable 
And anything negative under the hood, exposed bolts or anything like that, brackets, you can jump the vehicle off. But there is a red cap under the hood of okay. every vehicle, oh. and you cannot find the battery okay. as that jump point. That's good. That's that a is, good, that is a good, good call, Jeffrey. Good boy, Jeff. Thank you, Jim. You and Greg are in agreement. I'm go look. Right. Yeah, that's an excellent. That's excellent. I mean, some okay, Dodge Neon, Plymouth Neon. The battery was behind, in front of the front tire, behind behind the plastic thunderwell. Yeah. You you got to take some time yeah. to change your battery. Look for the red cap, it. red cap, and then ground red it on a piece of metal. Under the hood, uh, it's going to be driver side or passenger side because some vehicles are different. Got Not it. Locations of the batteries, you got to tear the whole back seat out to put a battery in somebody's car. Watch it. Got it. Hmm. Thank you, Jeffrey. Uh, that was very helpful. So, and and remember, you know, it's pretty obvious. The color you want to put on the red is the red. Yeah. There you go. Boom. And take your black and put it on a piece of metal in there. Pat it on the back. Then you're ready to go. Ready to go. We'll come back. And we'll wrap up this hour. Say hello to the Golden Ticket Seats. It's a Dudney Monday, so somebody in the Golden Ticket Seats is going to get $50 American Express gift card from O'Dudney next. And we'll take any of your final calls or stories we may have missed. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. We're back. Bubba, it is eight minutes Bubba. to the top of the hour. Bubba, the Rick and Bubba Show, eight six six. We be big's the number. Hello, Golden Ticket Seats. I got a ticket. There they are. I got a ticket. There they are. Where is, uh, is it Sherer Smith? Sherer E? Sherer? Sherer Smith? How do you say it? It's, uh, it, what y'all put on here is, it's almost like her, her name is Smith Sherer. Is, is that it? What, what does it say here? What does it say? That's you know why it's like that because right. that's her name Smith Sher. So not Sher Smith. Smith Sher. Smith Sher. Okay, with two last names. Hello, Smith. Uh, thank you for being here today. Bo Sher is here as well. Hey, Bo. Uh, see, that's straightforward. Bo Sher. Well, I, it's always bothered me too. Right. Okay. okay. It's uh, what if what if she'd have married somebody with the last name Smith? Smith Smith. Uh, but anyway, thank you for being here and thank you for the cornbread today. Yeah, Smith Sher. We love it. It is delicious. And I think Adler got a uh, – he might have got him a – He did. A new uh, – That's legit because I, I got a text from the husband saying, hey, that's his. And I told him if I would have known that was a deal, I'd have made a big deal out of it last month when it came first well, time. I had one of those things. He's I know. tried to steal them last I know. So right. Adler's got an iron skillet out of it. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Smith. Thank you, Bo. And thank you, Matt. Matt, right. yeah. Matt. Matt, who uh, has taken care of us many, many times. All right, so Jeffrey and Dana Spann, James Spann's cousins, are here today. And uh, they're best known not for being James Spann's cousins, but for making Bubba sick. So uh, they're, they've been here. This happened twice. Jeremy and Jackie Gwynn here today. Uh, hey. Jacob Daltrey's having a birthday. Happy birthday, hey. Jacob, 13. Uh, Mark and Terry Daltrey here, too. Joshua and Rebecca Sale, all here today in the Golden Ticket Seats. They all get a pound of that delicious BuzzBox coffee we just talked about, and they take home a Rick and Bubba double CD. Speedy, give me a number between 1 and 11. Uh, 
two. Two. Congratulations, Bo Sherry. Bo. Bo, 50 bucks. Bo, lunch is on you. Bo knows lunch. (laughs) That's right. Bo knows lunch. American Express gift card worth 50 bucks. Don't do it. For Bo. And uh, so there you go. And uh, we thank Dr. Dudney for providing that every Monday on a Dudney Monday. Just another Dudney Monday. Mm-hmm. I wish it was Monday. All right, so a couple <laughs> of stories that we didn't get to to wrap up uh, the hour today. Sadly, uh, one of them is your America. No, 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 you can't do this. Sorry. Bubba's not here, and he didn't have to hear it, so I thank you. It's a good Trump derangement syndrome has now affected uh, a North Carolina high school and their athletic association. Uh, some of the cheerleaders at North Stanley High School in New London, North Carolina, posted for a pregame photo of themselves on their own Twitter. They're holding a banner that read, Trump 2020, make America great again. Uh, it was it was supposed to be American night at the football game, and students were encouraged to wear red, white, and blue. So they took a picture of themselves before the game, and when they posted it on social media, it calls people, get ready for it, to feel no uncomfortable. Mm. Oh. They want to live in a world where they're never made to feel uncomfortable. No. Uh, does this mean if they were to hold up something that said, feel the burn, and they had Bernie, Sa- uh, Bernie Sanders, would we say that makes me uncomfortable so you can't put that on your Twitter? We we could say that it wouldn't matter. I don't know why yeah. we because I think I can persevere through it. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so there we go. So they uh, are in trouble, and they have uh, they said that it's uh, offensive, and uh, they want to ensure offensive. that all students, staff, and visitors are able to attend school events in an environment that promotes students and not a particular political viewpoint. Okay, so that's uh, right. Okay, so that, that's over so there. That cover. All viewpoints, I guess. Uh, how about Titan fans were made to yeah. feel uncomfortable when uh, when we had a a, a fire breakout? Now this is supposed to be the pyro thing that shoots up fire. Yes. Uh, so we had a full blown fire breakout at well, the Colts throw up some flame. Titans game, and it, it burned the it burned the field up pretty good. It yeah. did. Yeah. It, did. It, it was a pretty good fire there for a minute. Now, yeah. thankfully, they they got it under control. But um, burn it one of Marcus mm, Mariota's shoes. Yeah. Did it? Did it really? <laughs> nah, I made that. That's I thought it'd be better. By the way, I'm looking at the guy with the fire extinguisher, and he's got his hands full. Well, it's a lot of flames there. That's a lot of fire. When there's a fire like that, you're going to have to jump into action. So one of the uh, one of the pyro thing. I love that we got a guy with a microphone. Looks like he's about to do maybe something for the radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. But he suddenly becomes a person who's telling people to get away from the fire. Yeah. And I will tell you, some and of the these people in the background, pretty, I know golly. we like to, I know we like to stand in the tunnel to see the players, but yeah. get away from the fire. Right. I mean, that's yeah, a, that's, that's not a, good. That's, that's a pretty, quite an entrance. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's a lot of fire. It's a lot of fire. A lot of fire. But it, please look at the big and, and the way the wind's blowing too. It's just blowing right back in. Yeah, is that some kind where of everybody's sitting? Like, yeah, it's one. It's one of those good. rolling boxes, Rick, you that have all the pyro in it, and it's just going to go. Every NFL team has it. They run out between. Yeah, them. yeah, I've seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that one caught on fire. Boy, so. it did mm-hmm. blew up. Uh, Felicity Felicity Huffman uh, asked to spend fourteen days in jail, uh, but it's going to be a prison that some people say is a cushy prison. Well, I mean, she's not some hardened criminal. No, do we Do we need I mean, to? We're going to put her out there busting rocks? She was sentenced to two weeks in prison on Friday. She pleaded guilty for her role in the college admission scandal, and now her lawyers are working on where she will serve the time. That's the next argument. Uh, but um, I, I will say that this is what some of the strategists said was the right thing to do. Go ahead and plead guilty, yeah. then get a, a kind of a reduced sentence that will be inconvenient, but it will be over. And they're saying some of those out there, and I hate to bring up the 
Laurie Laughlin, with Bubba not here to to stand in the way of Betty Lou being hurt by this, mm. but some people are saying if you're going to get out there and fight it, it could end up a lot worse than that. Yes. So we'll see. Trump's, so made a deal. Trump says the U.S. is locked and loaded after a Saudi oil plant was attacked uh, by uh, Iran, and uh, it says that Iran, Iran fired cruise missiles and Tehran insists that it is ready for war. Uh, and the president is accused of allowing the kingdom to dictate foreign policy, talking about Saudi Arabia. Uh, but he says that America is locked and loaded, ready to go if we need to. You know, it, it kind of went, we mentioned it in our show, but there wasn't a lot about the fact that we bombed an island mm-hmm. uh, off of uh, the coast of Iran on, on 9-11 and bombed it up pretty good. And then there was really nothing ever really said about that. But now we have these missiles fired at Saudi Arabia yeah. and their oil field, uh, and that's, that's because of us being allies with them and them being allies with us. Mm-hmm. So the people are saying, are, are you going to let Saudi Arabia you know, run this response? It is their country, uh, but, um, but the president says that we're ready to, to be part of that and do whatever we need to do. So that happened over the weekend, too. A couple of things. If you're a fan of Friends, the, the former TV show, The Creator, confirmed also over the weekend there will not be a reunion series. Come so, on. I know that crushed some of you. And Russell Simmons uh, has tried to get his life back together of being part of the Me Too accusation, 12 accusations of rape and sexual misconduct. He has been banned from a New York City yoga studio also (laughs) over the weekend. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.